Welcome in. Mudpottas are here. Mudpottas are here. Mudpottas are here. Yay, Mudpottas! They're finally here. They're finally here. They're finally here. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Here we are yet again today, another beautiful Wednesday after a deployment. As a matter of fact, we are here 24 hours after said deployment was scheduled. (laughs) Uh, Yesterday... Yesterday did not get a passing grade from this cat. We'll talk all about it. Hey, what's up? Welcome in. My name is Ultimate DJs. Let's find out who you are. Server sound off, ladies and gentlemen. Hit it. Naxos, welcome into the show on server 152. Splatsu on server 13. Appreciate you being here. Data Systems Technical Chief, server 27. Thank you very much for being here. Shade 85 on server 18. Bernard on 28. Kirko, server 145. Lord Farquaad on European server 147. Shoal on 36. Aardvark on 26. Buzzer on server 147. Appreciate you being here. Trident on 28. McRock on 145. Content creator. No one shell here from server 18. Truck and chick on 26 and 15. Hey champ, what's up, buddy? Server 21. Thank you for being here. Doc on 32. Cavacore 29. And the bear and Chala on server 15. Appreciate you being here. Dragon Slayer 27. Nostromo, server 30. Ajax on server 15. Crush on 22. Appreciate you being here. Burn Like Ice on server 143. Death Dealer and Lieutenant Razik both joining us from server 15 today. Unhani on 18. Welcome into the show. Steven Zaren on 129. Sinclair on server 29. Wicked Witch on 15. Appreciate you being here. What's up, Blogman? New New Jersey Blitz. We're going to go with that. Hey, what's up, NJ Blitz, server 132. Johnny number 5. Johnny, oh man, love those movies. Johnny number 5 on server 15. Appreciate you being here, buddy. Velva, 131. Azrael, 145. Hey, welcome into the show. The Mechanic is here from European server 139. 12 on 22. Dragonlord, 13. Omicron, 16. Deep Space on server 38. Vita Vita, server 131. Blue Panda on 40. Hudson on 146. Lasky on 129. DJ Gurr, server 8, along with Svon and Starbase. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate it. Aries on 14. Jay Berg, what's up, buddy? Server 32. Metal on server 8. X-Rex is here from server 30. Blokeman on server 134. Welcome. Hero on server 20. Herc on 25. Dehagus on 16. And the list continues on. My goodness gracious, 83 additional messages. Thank you guys so very much for being here. A couple of PMs that came in. Uh, Gregor, my dear friend, is uh, listening today. Got a work thing, so not able to be in voice at the moment. And of course, content creator, uh, doctor and scientist, professor, Reverend Deuce is here with us today. Appreciate you being here. And, uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, community manager Panic from uh, Scopely World Entertainment Gaming Headquarters will be with us here momentarily as well. Be here in just a moment. So that means very quickly we must get into the stupid, stupid news. Yes. No. Oh, God, no. It is time for the news. Yes. Yes. News. It's time for the news. Can you do the first one, DJ? Yeah. You want to do the first one? Go right ahead. Uh, yeah. Reverend yeah. Professor Deuce with the first article in Stupid News today. Go right ahead. What do you got? Yeah. 
Today on Stupid News, in West Virginia, a man tried to start his podcast by first updating his computer with a Windows update, causing him to be an hour and a half late to his <laughs> own meeting. So, Stupid News Award for the day goes to Ultimate DJ from West Virginia. Thank you. Let me tell you how that turned out, guys. Oh, wrong. <laughs> It's <laughs> the wrong button. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Wrong button. There you go. Okay. Yeah. See, everything's going so well here today. All right, guys. Epic fail. Uh, the World Health Organization is monitoring. Guys, I kid you not. Greatest news ever. The World Health Organization is monitoring uh, monitoring a case of bubonic plague in China, but said that it's not wow. high risk for now. Uh, it's not high risk. We don't have to worry about it. I definitely believe them too, Rev, because the first one thing I've learned over the last six months is that China is great at containing viruses. Uh, we have no worries, guys. The bubonic plague is in China. A Google Trends data study shows that President Trump's Sleepy Joe name-calling isn't generating the same buzz that Crooked Hillary did back in 2016. Trump <laughs> Trump thought Sleepy Joe was good, but it's not passing the sniff test for most voters. Uh, <laughs> and there you go. Uh, Detroit is in the news. Ladies and gentlemen, a strip club in Detroit has been linked to 13 cases of coronavirus. There's a word for people who go to a Detroit strip club and only catch corona. It's it's called Lucky. All right, there you go. Uh, that's, that's what they are. Experts say that thousands of dead fish found floating in New York's Hudson River died from suffocation. This is different. This is different. Usually the only bodies you find floating in the Hudson River after suffocation have cinder blocks tied to their feet. So uh, now we've got dead fish in the Hudson River. That's how polluted it is, Rev. You ready to, you ready to move up to Jersey? Ready to move to New York? There's so much to unpack from that. My first thought was, (laughs) who is the fish strangler? That was... It is Somebody's dark. going around strangling fish. It is dark today. It's here, let me, uh, let me give you something a little bit better uh, here, Gregor. A plane believed to be carrying 860 pounds of cocaine crashed on a Mexican highway. You could tell the plane was uh, loaded with coke as it arrived seven hours early. Uh, but I do <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this. Mainly, what is Charlie Sheen doing in Mexico? All right, that's what I want to know. And mainly, which highway? And yeah, what mile marker? And how do we get there the quickest? Uh, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes finalized a 10-year contract with the team that's worth, ladies and gentlemen, the highest paid contract ever awarded in the NFL at $503 million. Pat plans to spend a big chunk of it uh, researching and building his augment tree. Uh, out rogue, rogue tree. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Mahomes' girlfriend reportedly has said, I do. Even though he hasn't asked her to marry him yet, she's uh, she's excited about it. Finally, uh, let's see what we got. Uh, hey, here's some Florida news for you, uh, Sinclair. I know you've been, or Death, you've been after this. A Florida woman has filed a lawsuit seeking uh, either a paternity test on her goats or a refund. And she's not kidding. Uh we got noise. Moderators, help me out there. Uh, Chris Hedstrom filed the suit against her neighbor, Heather Daner, last month, seeking DNA for the goats that she purchased. Hedstrom paid uh, $900 for nine Nigerian dwarf goats in December. According to the lawsuit, she believed the goats, and their names are Bella, Gigi, Rosie, Zelda, and Margot. Margot. Really? Margot? 
Thank you. I love it. That's real, by the way. Uh, she wanted to register them with the American Dairy Goat Association. Proving paternity would have required 40 of the father goat hair follicles for a DNA test. Uh, the neighbor ended up offering a refund because she sold them tainted goats. Tainted goats. I feel like it's an easy problem to solve. Just bring the animals on the uh, the Mari Goatfitch show. <laughs> Sorry. Is a bad joke. All right, uh, and that's that's all I got. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you you sir, you get a hand clap because there was a solid like seven dad jokes in that one segment. Did really good. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. That is your stupid news. I have been informed, ladies and gentlemen, that community manager panic is uh, with us now. Uh, just for his protection and my own, uh, moderators, get ready to click, click, click very quickly. We're going to move into the interview room ladies and gentlemen it's the room directly underneath the room that you're in click down into the interview room i will take care of moving our special guest mr panic and we'll get him moved down in there Ooh, move interview room and there he is panic uh you are in the interview room and if i'm not mistaken now guys i had a little bit of trouble with this last time i'm going to make sure here very quickly uh, Rev, are you still with us here? Can you speak yes, up? I am. Ah, and you are on uh, voice activity, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. Very good. And Panic, uh, community manager from Scopely, you should also be on uh, voice activity. Are you with us here? Hello. Uh, hello. 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 How are you? I'm going to turn your volume up a little bit. Uh, Panic, why don't you sing us a quick song real quick just to make sure that uh, we got audio levels well and uh, and checked out here. We good? Please sing. Uh, um, Baba Black Sheep. I think it's quite good. <laughs> See, he's, go he's going with the goat jokes too, ladies and gentlemen. I like it. All right. I very much like it. Okay. Uh, guys, here's the deal. Okay. Uh, yesterday, Outlaws Arc 2 launched, and um, it was quite an interesting day. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about with that uh, panic. Pretty much start to finish. Okay. We're going to start at the very beginning, and we're going to take baby steps forward chronologically throughout the day until we... Uh, kind of land where we've got here but as we almost always do i would like uh, an opportunity at this point to go ahead and invite panic to address the community say anything that he's got on his mind it is after all his july state of the game so panic if you would go ahead and take the floor and begin with whatever it is that you'd like to get off your chest today buddy uh if if you want to start with you know hey you all suck uh or if you want to start with hey we're sorry uh you know <laughs> i'm just saying you know, whatever you want to do <laughs> well give me the floor here <laughs> thank you uh well it's good to be back um yeah i want to obviously apologize from for yesterday's uh shenanigans um i know that we had a lot of conversations with with the players and i understand the frustration that was caused by the the release you know these things happen unfortunately and uh, we're we're trying to get better at them as a team in on many fronts with the front of communication and i understanding you know the the impact and then trying to figure out the best way to uh, either through compensations or whatnot so that at least players you know if these things happen which i they will um i said it's not it happens everywhere uh, we just have to get better at um, the process at which we handle them so, so let me think, yeah. i'm sorry go ahead good to continue I was, was going to ask a question because we have had bad deployments in the past, but we've also had some really, really good ones, like really smooth yeah. ones. Um, and, and so yesterday, 
you know, at, at the last several deployments, even with the Borg arcs, they all went relatively smoothly, went pretty well. I'm curious, technically speaking, what happened yesterday? Because the patch came, the patch came, and then immediately, I mean, it, it was like the servers were begging for life, and it, they didn't crash, but, 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 buddy, they were, they were one step away. It was like they were begging for death. Okay, what technically happened yesterday? What was different about this patch than maybe what the Borg arcs presented to the servers that caused the the lag and the and the players who lost their accounts? I mean, there was a lot of weird stuff yesterday. What technically happened on the backside? So, um, well, a few things happened. It wasn't just like one to rule them all, right? Um, I can't again. I can't get into specifics because I, I don't know. I'm sorry for all your technical uh, savvy people out there. But um, from what I understood is that obviously there was a huge server load that it was kind of unprecedented from what I understand. And because of that, um, the servers could not handle it. And that's why they were crashing. That's why there was so much lag. People were not able to um, uh, get it, get in. A lot of players just weren't able to log into their accounts. <clears throat> So basically what's happening there is you, the team is starting to throttle down uh, um, on the login. So then, and then while, while by throttling down, that means a lot of players, at least who are inside, will experience less lag, but it also means that a lot of other players will not be able to log in, which, uh, and if this is done, so at least the players that are inside can have some sort of um, better uh, experience. So until a hotfix is found, which, yeah, it was found at some point, and then that's why there was like a mini restart of the um, of the game, and which then solved a lot of the issues. There was but also because- an iOS update, correct, Panic, for the iOS yeah. issues? Correct, yes. Again, and we... Um, and that was another issue that was completely different to to this. And um, yeah, they identified the issue as well. And again, and also, you know, the a process a process with Apple is a bit um, it's a bit more uh, um, harsh, I guess, in front of Google. Google has less restrictions than Apple, so there's a, a bigger process that we have to go through in order to get um, any kind of update across. And that's why it, it takes so much time sometimes. Like if it, if it was a Google issue, it's much easier. Right, Google doesn't have so many restrictions. So again, it's obviously it's just different platforms, and that's what's happened. Okay, so we had several different. Were were they related? Were they daisy chained type events? I mean, server lag led to this, led to that, led to this, and then of course we had Apple. Did so the map? Okay, the hostels, the the map, the new systems. I always thought that was kind of related to a client. Did Android not get an update yesterday, Rev? Uh, Android did get an update uh, early yesterday morning for this patch, yes. Okay, so and, and so did Apple had one as well, but was there a second Apple update released? Is, is that what yeah, I... There was another one that was about seven hours ago, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, I haven't even downloaded that one yet. <laughs> is it... Uh, well, d- don't do it now. Your Windows update took long enough. Okay? I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching it right now. Yeah, this was uh, this was terrible. So iOS got two yesterday, or iOS. Yeah, I won't do it right now, guys. It's fine. Okay, so, uh, okay, so real quick, uh, server guys, uh, or... Uh, iOS iOS users, what was uh, what have you seen out of the second iOS update? Are we seeing better stability? Because honestly, after the hotfix came out yesterday, my gameplay improved, and I was still on the first client. So uh, I'm not. I don't know what would have happened, Rev, in the second iOS update. Because I mean, my gameplay is running okay now, but I never downloaded the second patch. 
generally, by the way, like for when it comes to iOS users, because I think I know it's been a hot topic for a while, and a lot of I know a lot of players have had I have, still have iOS issues. It's very segmented, right? It's not everyone. It's not across the board, right? And the hotfix that yeah. was made was not made for every single person, right? <clears throat> okay. That's the issue, right? Okay, so let me let me ask you this because I've been getting these messages, and this happened all day yesterday. Are you saying that that if if users specifically who were affected uh, by the bug that re- that caused them to restart their game at level one, if they download this new client, they should be able to come back in and find their old old account there? Is is that the the fix that Not was deployed? Sure. I'm not sure it's exactly for that for that specific specific issue. I'd um I'd really want to play if the players could send a ticket to player support, and obviously it'll be fixed through that. Like it's not, it's not like their account is gone. Obviously, it's retrievable. It's just they have to go through a process. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and and real quick, guys, I'm getting one or two people that are asking about audio. Is anybody having audio issues? Because I don't see that anything's changed. Is everything okay? You guys hearing everybody? Okay. Everybody good on Twitch. Okay, sounds great. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah, yesterday, you know, panic, listen, uh, from a deployment standpoint, and I, I don't mind to tell you this, you and our buddies, okay, uh, I don't mind to tell you this because you have always asked for honest feedback from the community. I said this about an hour ago while I was uh, just chit-chatting, hanging out in voice, you know, f- from the content perspective, oh, man, I'm, I'm thrilled to death. Okay, I have only begun to scratch the surface, but analyzing the mechanics and the Stella and the and all the currencies. I mean, it is complicated. It's an overly complicated mechanic. But did we not rev? We said that at the beginning of uh, the Borgards too. That this is convoluted. This is complicated. It's a new mechanic. Well, it's, it's but it's cool. Well, DJ, that's also why they built up to this. Though. That's why, like, just like Arc One of the Borg, it was a slow introduction. Mm-hmm. Arc Two was meteor, and that's how it has been with Outlaws. Outlaws was a slow introduction, and Arc Two has been meteor to allow you to build up to it so there is the content i don't think has been the problem it was just the uploading which panic i gotta ask did you watch the second video i did yesterday did it make you laugh <laughs> i actually I haven't gone into that yet panic, oh, i will say I this why i wasn't in trouble yet so personally serious yeah personally speaking okay uh i oh, know for good. a fact that panic was actually with the community a significant amount of time yesterday more so than usual midnight his time it was it was later than that i panic i'm pretty sure you and i were on the galaxy chat until about one o'clock wasn't it about one Mm o'clock your time uh i think i yeah i think i signed up at like 3 a.m or something yeah goodness gracious very very late we do appreciate you spending that much time with the community well past well past office hours yeah it was uh it was good so you know here's the here's the thing the content wise i'm actually really enjoying it all right i know my team is enjoying trying to figure it out the uh, the mechanic it's different um i i do see some similarities in the rogue store to how augment was uh, was introduced over a year ago so i'm really digging the content uh content for me so far i mean i got no reason not to give it an a okay deployment though uh i i have to say you know and 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 i have to ask this question panic so please don't don't be upset for me asking this question but how is it that and and i understand that there were technical issues that happened but how is it that a company of your size with as many servers and technological minds as you guys have how does something like this happen in the first place because this in my opinion panic was the second worst deployment you have ever had okay and 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 if the first deployment guys if you'll remember was the game actually being offline for about 14 hours Okay, if you guys yeah, will go back, cool. that one still reigns supreme. Okay, but panic. This one was was the second worst deployment ever. How is it that you guys are not able to predict something like this happening? Well, you 
you can't predict these things like there's a there's a big difference between again <clears throat> this whole notion of like why don't you qa your shit or oh, what the what the hell uh, and it's like it's it's, it's okay it's like you, you're not people i understand how it can be how it can be perceived from that point of view right like things hit like everything should be perfect but like it, it's 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 a game where unexpected things happen once you release it to live because it there's you can do like you can do similar load tests on other servers you can do a lot of qa you can you can you can do a lot of things, but things happen. Like I've been past working in other companies which were much bigger, where the game was unplayable for a week, right? And I'm not saying I'm not saying that is a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, well, that's not something we should be striving for, right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But what I'm, what I'm trying to make is that it's not about for me. It's it's not about if things are going to happen because they are going to happen. Like things are going to break in the future. Things are not going to go well in the future. But it's about every new team and every new game because this for me it's still a new game, right? It's it's only been nearly two years, right? And there's still a lot of things that have to be learned. And even though you can bring a team with like a ton of experience. Um, you still there's still a lot of processes that need to be fixed uh, and those only are fixed through experience real quick on panics because I, I like i've already got people saying this in twitch i see it in the discord there is i can tell you from an it perspective of me working in it there's a difference in terms of onloading on a singular beta test bed and then uploading live on 90 servers you can test a lot on a short beta test bed and then still find a multitude of problems as soon as you push it to a live degree of a large number of servers i i understand that point i'm not i'm not saying that you guys should be perfect i just feel like and you know what listen yesterday maybe it was a small incremental thing that just snowballed out of out of, out of control but yesterday felt massive all right to the player okay so so guys let's yeah, you agreed. know panic panic let me say this from somebody who's not in the tech side okay from somebody who has not played a bunch of games with a bunch of other clients like, let's say, for example, let's use DJs as an example here. I've told you guys before, I've never played a game like this. I've never been as invested. I can promise I have never, <laughs> with any form of game, console or otherwise, spent as much money as I have in this game. So so for that section of players, for us to look at Scopely and look at this deployment and say, good God, how does something like this happen? We don't understand. I personally don't understand. You know, uh, it, it feels like it, it just feels like something of this magnitude. And again, may not have been very big. OK, could have been a very small thing that just snowballed. But it feels like it looks like something of this magnitude could not have been avoided. I mean, how does it go? I don't know. So, again, I, I look, I completely understand 100 percent. I'm not going to deny or I'm not going to um, hide behind my finger and be like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Look, I completely understand the, yeah. percep the perception of how it is. My it, my thing is not about, again, as I said, this is going to happen again. My point is that we just have to get better and I have to get better at the information that I pass on, because essentially what has to happen in the end of the day is players players should come to a point or at least all the fans should come to a point of the game and the passionate players out there and understand that things will happen but at least we we have come to a point where they trust the company that whatever happens right in the game things are going to go back to normal the people are going to be compensated at the right amounts um, and things are going to go back to a fair and playable way i think that's the most important thing that i want to fix Okay. I agree, Panic. So I want to hit you on this point because it's getting unloaded. I know you made a statement about yesterday. Everybody who did the research before the events and haven't been able to have those counted, is that going to get corrected somehow for those people? Because some people spent 30 researches and now all these events have come out, like the Heroic, which has a brilliant avatar. I went, I want to go ahead and admit, 
first day, I know it's a seven-day event. I went and got the new Avatar day one because I loved it so much. The frame. I know it's stupid to some people. I got the frame. But everybody who's trying to do this research for this new stuff, are they going to get compensation panic to help them get into those alliance researches? So what I like uh, again the messaging that I sent out yesterday that's what I have until now I don't have anything new when it comes to like at least for the initial researches that were the, mm -hmm. the events we're going to be compensating the players that spent uh, research in a certain time frame with all the rewards from the solo milestone that's great that's awesome. Okay, so yeah. so there you guys have that official response. We know that the official response came on the Discord yesterday, but did not include uh, what exactly they were going to be compensating, and Panic just laid that out for you. So let me reiterate, yeah. Panic, you are uh, – the plan is to uh, run a query for players who completed researches before the launch of the event, and they will get the complete contents of all the milestones all the way up to 70 points in a quote-unquote gift chest. Is that correct? Well, in the in the messaging itself, I taking I'm quoting the messaging for it uh, right now. It says, "For this reason, we'll be compensating commanders that research parts of the Outlaws tree within a certain time frame. The rewards for the solo milestone of the research event." That's in the news. Okay. I think the only reason there was confusion is the exact same time uh, time you made that announcement. A chest came out, and some people were interpreting that chest as the compensation. So, I, I so just, that one was actually yeah, that was my bad. Like I I thought that because. I didn't know that this was going to come in in that time zone. Like this compensation was just for all players regarding the issues that were yeah. seen. And I should have like I should have asked the team, and that was that was on me because I out the one that approved that mess the the name. It should have been a more direct name for the actual compensation. And, and that's okay, it's, as long as we clarified it now. Yeah, it's yeah, great yeah, that you yeah, answered yeah. it. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. to be clear, uh, Panic had mentioned this yesterday, and and for those who haven't gotten this information, the chest that has already been received. Okay, specifically was the compensation chest for the lag issues yesterday. This is what I've been told is that it was the compensation Correct. for just the server performance and that the research compensation chest has not yet been provided, uh, but Correct. is forthcoming. Okay, so you guys who have started your research early, fret no more. Okay, Panic has said it. It is coming. It's been in the news center. Okay, but now you know what you're going to get. Now, FYI. OK, uh, I do know. And, and this is why I like to always ask these questions when when we've got panic. The news center also does say that the uh, that the heroic or the epic. Somebody help me. Uh, the elite, the elite version of this research event would require the purchase of uh, of a prime. OK, uh, panic. <laughs> I don't know if you got my message yesterday, but I spent an ton of materials to prove that wrong <laughs> did, did you get that message i sent to your uh, to your uh, private message because i was able even after guys now let me let me tell you how many research nodes are available here okay there's a lot of new research here okay um the uh, the the news center says that a prime would have to be purchased that uh, anarchist weaponry. Okay, I completed 36 nodes of research yesterday just to get my store unlocked, and later only found out that I didn't have to do all that. Uh, but nonetheless, I did 36, and then yesterday did another 70. Okay, to complete the event, just like Rev, I slammed through it. Okay, meaning, folks, that there are over a hundred nodes of research available in that first little chunk right there. So for those people who did research 
you could still have completed the event, okay? And for those of you who haven't started, by the way, okay, those of you who are looking to try to get to the 70 points, absolutely, easy peasy, can be done, okay? And you do not have to purchase a Prime. You do yeah, not. You don't have to spend a ton of uncommons either because there's so many nodes. You get to like the sixth, seventh level on many of them that have 10. You only start spending 10, 20 uncommon on these, and then you jump to the next one. So, like, I didn't have to max out any of the mid tier of those researches to get my avatar. I mean, I, I, I blew through God knows how many speed ups, but I didn't have to go through an insane amount of uncommons to do it if you really want the avatar. So now I will. The, I'm sorry. I, the frame, the pretty I, frame. Yeah, I, I will say this, guys. And if you take a look in the graphics room, I did do a calculation for you guys in the graphics room at the very, very bottom. This is the number of materials required to max. By the way, max that first part of research tree all the yeah. way up to the stellar research. Obviously, you guys don't have to max it. Okay, you do not to complete the event. You don't have to. I just blew through it because I wanted to get an idea for what it costs. And so, what Rev is saying to you is that you don't have to spend this. Okay, to, to complete the event, but that yeah. is the amount of materials it would take to max every research node up to stellar research. And it's and it's just a to, just a. Speak, I've got because I got over the Twitch. The only ones I have maxed, the Stella one, because I did the Stella one just like you said. And then I have the Shields max, the Hulls max, Engines, Outlaw Mechanics, which is the repair speed, which I think everybody wants to max anyway, and Fighting Dirty. <laughs> None of the other ones I maxed. I'm only at like rank two and rank three and stuff like that, uh, like the Augment Warp and the uh, Impulse Engines and things like that. So, yeah, you, you listed, I think, like 2,000 uncommon ore and stuff like that. You don't have to go that high. No, it is going to cost you a little bit. Yeah, but. you don't have to go that high. That was to max the entire tree, okay? And that's what I wanted. That was the, the point of that is, is I wanted to show you guys the complete max, which, and, and guys, to be perfectly honest with you, up to the stellar research, okay, there is some good research in there. The repair mechanics, the, the health points, yeah. and the shield. I mean, there's some good researches in there. And yeah. if you look at the, uh, at the cost of materials to max – that tree out that's really not that bad to max a yeah, set of 35 percent reduction alone the 35 percent the very first one that 35 percent reduction is a huge boost it might not sound like a lot because it's a base reduction but you get to in the 30s 35 percent helps out a tremendous amount big time <laughs> big time all right uh panic let me move on to a couple of questions that we've gotten from the community okay and um and and i am going to uh, address this one first we're going to get it out of the way okay because along with a couple uh, along with the deployment yesterday that felt um that that felt uh hazard okay felt disastrous uh last week there was something else that uh that really uh, bothered select members of the community. Um, I know that you and I have discussed it and that, you know, Scopely knows about it. Do we have an update on what has happened last week with, uh, with the resetting of the faction loyalty boxes? Okay, the, some players got it, other players didn't. The community as a whole is looking for an even playing field on that, okay? For players who got badges, the players who didn't are saying, well, gosh, I feel like I should be entitled to the same badges. In one manner of speaking, they're not wrong. If it was, if, you know, I joked with the community that I felt like the bug was that not everybody got it. I was hoping that you guys were actually going to use a 30-day cooldown in that chest. A, has there been any change uh, in the plans for officer badges aside what we got in the battle pass, which is great, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, any plans for the continued growth of the availability of badges? And then uh, second part of that question is any commentary on the bug that happened last week where part of your community received some complimentary badges and the other part did not? Okay, so 
for the badges itself, a hundred percent yes. Um, we're looking at different at various ways to kind of uh, for players to be able to have uh, an, an achievable point where they can get those badges, which, which we know that for the past months now it's been a hot topic within all the community, especially because a lot of the, because we a lot of community right now has a lot of officers and they need, we need to tune uh, mm-hmm. uh, them up, which is normal. I think one of them is going to be through the battle pass. I know there's other ways. I can't now give you guys any information on how those ways are going to be, but I know that there are specific avenues which the team is trying to take so that it is a fair and an engaging um, uh, trajectory to, towards that. Like it doesn't like. The notion is that we don't want to just throw them out, right? To just like just take them, kind of thing. Like there has to be a way, an achievable way where it's going to feel good and fair for everyone. Um, now, for the issues specifically, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't have an update yet. I'm chasing up with the team, still trying to figure out, you know, how to fix this issue. Obviously, with the issues that happened yesterday, that's been a bit on a bit more on the back burner. But now things that are clearing up, and we know that the because the thing is that uh, when an event like this comes out, it's not about just releasing the event, right? There's hours and hours of monitoring of what's going on. So we have people within the team that haven't slept for 48 hours because of this monitoring of these uh, of these uh, work releases that happen every month, right? But I promise that once I have a reply, I will give you guys a full uh, disclosure on, on what's going on. Okay, yeah. so so to be clear, the team is aware that it happened, um, but a, a decision or a, a, a tactic or, or any type of update is, is basically you guys are still trying to figure it out. You guys are still discussing it, and, and we don't have a plan of action correct. yet. Is that correct? Correct. Correct, correct, yeah. But, but, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot with this one question. Scopely, uh, because they're aware of it and because they, because they value the, the uh, perception of balance and, and, as you said, being fair to the community, action of some type will, will eventually be taken. I can't, I can't promise anything. Not, uh, wow! I, I can't. I don't know what's gonna happen, guys. I can't even I, like. I know, but you can at least promise action will be taken at some point. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I think. I think. Let me. Let me rephrase the question, Panic. I'm not trying to put you in a corner. I'm not. I promise. I, I'm simply saying that that Scopely knows. And and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be dramatic, panic. I'm gonna be really dramatic for a second. I don't I don't mean to sound this you know uh, as much of 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 of, of, of a drama queen. But let me say there was, for lack of better terms, there was an injustice done last week. And and if Scopely yeah. knows about it, we just want to know that Scopely plans on uh, plans on making it right somehow. Plans on addressing the community. With you know, and, and I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't care if you give badges to everybody else. I don't care if you give badges to everybody. I, I don't care what it is. We just know that we want to know that Scopely plans a response, even if it's just a response. You guys are going to address this issue. Can we count on so you for that? I, I again, like a lot of these things, don't happen in complete open doors because there's teams talking within themselves. All I know as a guarantee is that this is this is being talked about. Right? It's not just left on the back burner. It's not just left there. Like the team is talking about it now when how something's gonna happen i can't give you a response on that so uh, the, and I that's okay that. I'm, I'm okay with that i just i you know what i'm gonna you know i always joke when i want to follow up with something i'm gonna mark this question in blue panic we're gonna come back to it and i'm hoping that it doesn't take 30 days till your next show for us to get <laughs> to get a response on this <laughs> I, I, I i'm sure that you'll come out with a news game center announcement uh you know when something has been discussed to a point of finality with scopely but uh but yeah i i will definitely be following up with you on this as i know the community 
is waiting uh, on your response to this question. And and again, I I don't want to. I'm not trying to press you too hard. And I know you can't answer. If Scopely hasn't given you a green light, you got nothing to say. But at the same time, panic. You need to take this back with the utmost urgency. Okay. Uh, there yeah, were yeah. there were jokes yesterday <laughs> that that despite all the craziness that happened with the deployment, it was still not as upsetting to some people as having all of a sudden, you know, being down 10 badges where other people were able to pick up a, a huge number of badges. All right, we're, yeah. we're talking, we're talking uh, what was it, Rev? I think nine badges, if everybody was able to max yeah, it out. If, nine yeah, badges. People were triple locked, and a lot of people are at this point. That's just, you know. Yeah, not, nine badges, badges is substantial. I mean, if, if you're one Three to, for each. That's, that's substantial, okay? So please take that back with a, with a sense of, urgency that the community is desperately awaiting Scopely's decision on that, okay? Because that's one thing that I've heard a lot about. Thank you very, very much, Panic. I appreciate that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about uh, the Outlaw Arc Part 2. Panic's like, all right, got out of the (laughs) <laughs> got out of the rough stuff. Let's get uh, let's get on to the good stuff. Not okay? yet. I'm still here. So you better- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So let's talk about Stella. First of all, uh, I want to say this on behalf of the community. Uh, I know that, uh, Rev, I, I didn't speak to you ahead of time about your feedback, but on my Discord and what I saw in the official panic, there was actually a very, very positive response to your video introduction of the Outlaw Arc 2. Uh, I wanted mm-hmm. to say on behalf of the membership, Thank you for taking the time to put that together. That was well edited. Uh, I think that that probably took you a little bit of time. And and thanks for putting that together because that was a nice brief tutorial that gave a lot of people a little bit of insight into uh, what this new content was going to be about. So first of all, thanks for doing that. Um, how long did that take you? <laughs> so uh, just for full, full disclosure, I'm working out of my room, firstly, so I don't have uh, any te- any technical stuff. And, and secondly, I'm by no means any video editor. So I have to also give thanks to the team for helping me out. Um, the thing is that I, I've always been wanting to do a video like this, but I just haven't had the time in the past. And I realized with this, um, uh, with this uh, event, it's going to be super different. Right, for players. So I, so we figure out with the team, like we really need to put some sort of video content out there. I mean, I know that um, quality-wise, it needs a lot. Like I need to get an audio compressor. I need to become better at um, where I talk in the mic and stuff like that. Like for that's for sure. But uh, I'd love to do more of these videos. You the know, future. I've got a room and a futon panic and all the equipment you would ever need. <laughs> so I'll get a plane to the U.S. one second. Yeah. I hey, listen, just, just, just in, in case you, uh, you know, I'll also extend the offer of the audio abilities. I did build a helipad out behind my house for Gregor to visit. So uh, at any time, if you just want to hop in your <laughs> hop in your helicopter and come on over. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's dive into that video a little bit. Let's talk about Stella. Okay. First of all, uh, Stella, the background, a lot of speculation in the community about why we chose this ship as the name. Uh, Star Trek lore indicates that Mud pretty much hated his wife. Uh, so why are we seeing a ship named after a character uh, by a character who, who hated him? And uh, is the reason uh, for that uh, mechanic or that, that name, does that have anything to do with the fact that we're going to be destroying this ship multiple times? Um, I mean, <laughs> tell, tell us the story behind the development of Stella. So I'm not gonna. I'm again. I'm going to announce something interesting on this show, obviously. So uh, love it. This is a first. So um, in the next few days, maybe next week, I'm going to be uh, bringing. I'm going to be releasing a podcast that I made with the designers. Uh, Panic! The, uh, Son of a bitch. And, uh, <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> God. And 
within this podcast we're going to be talking a lot about the um, the makings of the stella the reasoning why and the narrative behind this so like again i'm gonna i'm gonna put snippets of it but i'm not gonna give it a lot of justice so if you guys want obviously if you have more interested in it uh, you can definitely hear the podcast there's a lot of cool information talking about the tree itself as well so one of the reasons was it was this was the narrative was that firstly uh, the way that it was built um the color scheme and the, the ship itself from what i understand is the the team always take a lot of external uh, inspiration from the game, from real life. So they wanted to kind of bring in a, a ship that both looked beautiful and, but also rugged at the same time. They took a lot of uh, inspiration from the casinos in, in the in the in the in the world and whatnot. So and that's and then the narrative. Then obviously because Stella is uh, Stella Mud, it's uh, Harry Mud's wife. Uh, it was the whole scrapping part of it is also a very distinct narrative coming from the fact that he didn't I'm like her. Hated her is a big word because again, it's like you know, like the, obviously there's a the you know the the hate love relationship between a couple is a very subjective matter, right? And uh, we wanted to give it. We always we always wanted to open it to interpretation as well. Okay, so let's talk about her from a mechanic standpoint. Uh, we have read in the news center uh, that this ship to become more powerful. So let's get nerdy here for a second, Panic. To become more powerful, this ship is the first ship in the game that has the capability of surpassing her stats at max. Is that is that correct? Like, for example, once you max this ship out, it's a tier 9 ship, ladies and gents, so you can get to level 45, but the first time you run it through at level 45, that's not as big as she's going to get, correct? So, like, obviously the Stella works a lot with um, the whole point of scrapping the Stella is so that you can get the Stella Particles, which is the main in resource required to, uh, after the Stella Research node, is required to level to get a lot of those nodes after that. So that's the main reason why you're scrapping her. Again, obviously, like, you get a lot of resources back as well. So, and also remember, I, got put, I put that in the video, it's also about the level. So the level, the higher the level the Stella is, the more resources you're going to get out of it. So just like a normal right. ship, we want to have it maxed before we yes. scrap the ship. That's going to maximize our payout. But then we're going to use the resources. So that means that we're going to be getting resources out of Stella that yes. are not being put into her, for example. And I presume that Correct. that is this Stella particle. The Stella particle, is that going to be used? Is that a prerequisite or is that a currency that's going to be used in some of this research later on? Yes, correct. So, like the the two main things that you get is the stellar particles, which is going to be used. They're going to be required in most of the nodes, especially when it comes to upgrading the stella uh, later on. And um, you will need these, especially for later, because like now we have the uncommon armada targets, and the stella actually can. Um, I think for some of them, if you take her to max level, she can actually one v one v one them, right? And it's um, it doesn't mm. it's not even attack right here. So like it's gonna oh. be super important. Nice incentive, especially with her ability to draw in extra loot from them. Yeah. Exactly. So let's let's talk about this panic because right before the show, we were actually tossing back and forth the idea: what is the actual best use for Stella? Now uh, there were two uh, distinct opinions, which was obviously use her, get her maxed up, and use her kind of like the Vidar, in which you're going to be able to go against and and use her ability, which is to increase the drop rate okay to get more of the exchange loot when you rob the bank however we have noticed 
that the Armadas themselves, structurally, statistically, and power-wise, are different than the other Armadas that we've experienced in the game. Mm-hmm. They're different than Borgmadas. They're different than regular Armadas. And Rev and I uh, and no one have lovingly deemed these Mudmadas. Okay? Uh, <laughs> so these Mudmadas have a different formula. Um, I don't expect you to give us the formula, but I would like you to answer this question about the spirit of these Mudmadas. Mud is an officer designed for soloing armadas. Is that Scopely's intention with this new content expansion? Um, I think the again, I can't, don't don't really don't like call me on this, but just this is just me because I played it a bunch just to make the video. Um, the intention is that you can you can get it strong enough, and so. The narrative behind the armadas themselves is that they're essentially the exchanges casinos. It's like the mega, the exchanges yeah. a mega corporation, and uh, within these systems, it's where the casino and that's that's where all their bases lie. So essentially, that's the armadas, right? And the whole point is that Harry Mudd and his ship Stella are supposed to go out there and destroy these casinos, right? That is the narrative behind this. So, so essentially, yes. So Harry Mudd and his ship, lovingly Ooh. named after his wife, are performing these Loving heists. Life. They are robbing banks. Alone yeah. is that what you're saying? Correct. They're robbing banks like alone. Mm. Like obviously you need, you need some help in the beginning, but from what I understand, like the that's why the seller is super important in this case, and that's why it's super important to kind of to go through that whole rinse and repeat of builder mm-hmm. builder lever up and then scrap it right because she will get she will get super super strong, and she will be able to take those armadas down. Now Kirko asked the question in chat: mm-hmm. Is it going to be like a Stella Mark II, Mark III, Mark IV after you scrapped it four times and so on? Uh, Kirko, no, no, my no. understanding is that the ship is not going to have a differential. Okay, but when you scrap it you're getting the materials needed to perform the research and the research is going to increase her abilities uh, and increase her strength. So I don't... Go ahead. Uh, sorry, so just like one last thing, and plus you also get a uh, resource, it's, which is called the Stella Hull Scan, which you can then, once you go into the, the Rogue Faction store, you can uh, redeem it for another Stella immediately. So once you scrap the Stella, you immediately begin uh, the process of building right, a new building one and leveling and tearing it up. Uh, Correct. Very uh, nice, important question here. Can Stella uh, evolve into a butterfly? <laughs> wow. I'm done. Who asked that like, question? Uh, I'll, give you, like I'll give you two it, guesses. It actually looks like a butterfly, though. I'll give you two guesses, Rev, uh, as to huh. what content creator asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I do have a narrative question for Panic. Do please. it. Since we're, since we're talking narrative, I actually really love the story. This is the first time, like, mm-hmm. I, and the Borg stuff was, the story just is just kind of mm-hmm. mad. It was cool as the Borg. But I actually like the Harry Mud con meeting up story raiding casinos. But when I think of casinos and I think of bakes and mega corporations, to me, my narrative starts pointing to. Now we need a marketplace to store all the loot that we're stealing. Marketplace <laughs> building to trading. Alliances being able to have their own marketplace, raiding other marketplaces from uh, other alliances. Are we getting to that narrative? Is this a small right. taste of what mud can bring us in this game? Jesus. Uh, I have to step out one sec, guys. I'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, as, 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 as we talked about it with Kinzer in our previous podcast, it's uh, yeah. I, I, know, I know for a fact that, look, there's not, nothing is coming now. I can't promise anything, but I know that uh, it's one of the developers' pet uh, little, uh, little dream to create the... the well, the only reason I ask is truly because the narrative of this mud story is one of the yeah. first stories in a while I enjoy, and I think it could help springboard that idea into being a reality because that's what this whole premise is. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I also want to give, like, now, since we're talking narrative, sorry that I want to skip this a bit, but I also want to, this is also in the podcast, and I want to say something cool about the actual tree itself. If you go, if you look closely, and obviously at the end of the tree, you have uh, the two missions that you unlock. You unlock either a Khan mission or a Harry Mutt mission, right? And you can yeah. then unlock from the either the Augment or the, faction, or the Rogue Faction store. Each side is basically the narrative of that uh, character. So the top side essentially is the narrative of Khan. So you have more attack-based nodes. They're more aggressive nodes. Right on the bottom part, though, the narrative is more Harry Mud. So it's more defensive. It's more trying to trying to like the whole sneaky kind of narrative and stuff like that. So um, in the beginning, players, and this is again up to you, but this is just a uh, mechanic that I'm just proposing. This has been proposed from one of the designers. Is that obviously, obviously, you can at some point complete complete the whole tree. But in the beginning, players will essentially have to kind of choose the path that they want to take. Like, do they want to? Do you want to take the aggressive path, or do you want to take the defensive path? And it also really counts on your on the um, on the reputation that you get, because depending on the reputation, you unlock certain parts of the tree, right? So you need obviously, like before, you you need a lackey token for the one part, and then you need a scoundrel token. No, lackey token. So what you're anyway, saying whatever. is, what you're saying is a a path, okay, a path forward, guys. And you need to hear this. We've talked about this with other things in the past, especially for younger players planning their progression, whether they choose the Federation, Romulan, or Klingon, choosing the ships, and, and so forth and so on. You're saying that every player in the game right here, right now, has a decision to make as to the, uh, as to the team. Okay, Team Edward, Team Jacob, Team Mud, Team Con, and the researches that go with each of these are going to be segregated. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, they so the reason is that again, and that's what I would. That's why I love these conversations, and I want them more with the, the community. And this is what I'm going to be looking at Discord f- uh, a lot at is that the it's not a just I'm just throwing my resources. I'm just like unlocking stuff, right? Be strategical at like what you're unlocking based on what you want to do. Like, are you going to be raiding armadas? Are you going to be more fighting the eclipse? Are you going to be going for PvP? Like, it depends on what you want to do, and then pick that path. Look really closely at what's upcoming. What are the upcoming nodes that you have to get, and then and then make a well, decision. I have another one for you, Panic. Uh, the end of the tree, and I love that you brought up the con and mud mission because I think it's super intriguing. But right now, it's locked to op 40 plus that you can't access it without essentially being a smaller end or higher end whale. But the research right before that, the Armada shield piercing, is based on level 35. Is there a chance that they could bring it back just a little bit so that some of the free to play who are now reaching mid 40s and the Dolphins, the higher percentage of the player base, could start participating in those missions by simply making it come back to say level 36 instead of all the way to 40? Because everybody knows, like, just the jump from 38 to 39 is so expensive. It takes months and months to do that jump. What about opening that up just a little bit backwards so that more people can enjoy the end? of this narrative i mean that is the closure right that is the end it's the conclusion no it's not um this these are completely on their own these missions so it's not that you have to take this mission to complete the narrative right these are whenever you reach that point whenever you reach that level and you reach that point of the tree you unlock it and then you enjoy that mission Mm -hmm. right so don't don't see it as like we need it we need to do it now in this month Thing right, take your time, level up, enjoy the loop, enjoy the outlaws, and then once you reach that point and you unlock those missions, go for it. In in all fairness, though, panic forty is a long road away for a, a, a lot of your players. I, I I understand what you guys are saying. You're kind of dangling a carrot. You know, there's the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak. But forty forty is that's a long ways off. 
I mean, I'm a 35. That's a long ways yeah. off for me. And I, I think that, that it could be beneficial just to the morale of your community if those were backed up a little bit. I mean, missions, I mean, unless they and, unless they And there contain. are still 40-plus <laughs> researchers. There. I mean, like, uh, I love the fact that the whales are getting the four-plus, uh, you know, the four-star repair Absolutely. speeds, the impulse speeds. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying change any of that. I'm just saying take the levels back just a little bit to entice me to level up two levels. For the missions. To get the special missions. Yeah, for the missions. The missions don't hurt anything it, unless they give out, you know, 10,000 four-star materials and then – you know, is that what you're saying? Is that why you can't uh, do them before 40? Yes or no, yeah. Pam? Uh, definitely, definitely, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not joking. I will take this back as feedback. Yeah, just an idea to bring back because yeah, yeah, yeah. it would entice me, at, you know, like a 34, to go up a couple of levels to just to finish out that part of the research tree and find out what the conclusion of mud versus con is. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. Now let, let me um, let me ask you this. Now you talk about choosing a side of the tree. Okay, there is right now inside of a of a pack in the store. Uh, the pack is called Outlaw Research One. The Outlaw Research One pack contains these alpha particles. Alpha particles haven't been discussed yet. Alpha particles have not been researched. They have not been needed. Tell us the uh, the intent behind the alpha particle. Um. Oh, now I'm, I just blacked out. Yeah, uh, we'll come back to that. Don't you worry. Give me two seconds. Yeah, give me like just a bit of research. Like I just completely blacked out. No, <laughs> and and it Sorry. could it could have something to do with this with the Stella weaponry or the Stella hull. Uh, it looks yeah, like Prater is piercing. I think. Yeah, Prater is helping us out here a little bit with uh, with that question. So thank you for that question, and we will come back to it, Prater. Don't let us forget that uh, the alpha particle. Hey, I want to switch gears just for one second, uh, Panic, and talk about another ship. Uh, that uh, has been in the game for a long, long time. But, for example, and and it brought up a new conversation. On Mm. Server 15, there are a lot of players every single day, and this is a cool thing to have. This proves the feeling of the community, okay? But there are players every single day that go into our Galaxy chat, they post their own ship coordinates for the USS Franklin and say, free bods, come get them. All right, our Franklin is maxed. We don't need the mods anymore. Come get them. Even with the Vidar, there is still a purpose. There's still a reason to refine the charged and the active probes because you can use for reputation and independent credits and and promoting your Borg officers. Yet the Franklin is the ship that once you're done with it, you're literally done with it. Has no meaning anymore in the game. Is there a conversion uh, on the table in the near future for players who have now maxed their Franklin? Because at this point, okay, that ship has now become, or that currency rather, the modulators have become completely useless. Is there a way that we can start to recycle these, like you have with the charge probes? Yeah, I know. Like we, I know there was a change right now with the the void that was made. When I, where people, players can now refine the additional parts. Um, I don't know if there's anything planned immediately for the Franklin on this level. Uh, I need to. I'll look it up with the team and uh, let you guys know if there's any plans. Uh, I know that. Um, hmm, it's a good question. It's more of a feedback-based question because it's not—it's not been talked about. But I mean, you know, that might be something if we could look at something to do with that currency. Then you know, Server Fifteen can stop being all holier than thou and donating their stuff to players in need. You know, I mean, it's kind of a ridiculous thing. (laughs) Wow, Uh, (laughs) it kind of goes against the whole piracy thing here. You know, Um, so anyway. 
Okay, um, let's uh, let's get back into uh, this research tree. Okay, and, and sorry, I wanted to step yeah. out so I didn't forget your question, uh, guys. So. By the way, we can, we can do the uh, the. I just remembered what the, what the alphabet and gamma particles are. Sorry. Oh, there's okay. three yeah. different particles. All right, so, so yeah, so tell us. Cool. So right, right now, it's basically what I was talking about before. Like the tree is uh, the the tree is locked in three parts. Four parts. It's not locked. So three parts of it is locked essentially. And depending on your uh, reputation, there's three reputations. You're able to unlock these trees, and these are called the apex nodes in a way. And you need the alpha particles to unlock the apex nodes. The first one is the anarchist weaponry. The second one is the eclipse defenses, and the third one is the uh, out of dark. It's the uh, you're basically researching the rogue tactics. So okay, the, and the, then once you un- once you unlock these, once you unlock these, basically, then you then unlock the rest of that part of the tree up until the next uh, um, the next node, which you have to unlock with a beta particle, and then with a gamma particle after that. You have alpha, beta, and gamma particles to unlock those part of the trees. How are these particles obtained? Right now, we do see them in the pay store. Is this considered a prime type of research, or are they going to be obtainable through events and or leaderboards? Um. These ones are obtained through, yes. I think it's going to be through Alliance events. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, these Alliance are obtained events. through Square. Okay, you guys. Uh, yes, please, if you would, please take a look at Circle, and uh, we're going to do red. Okay? That's, I'm sorry. That's that's about as much as I understood out of that. So you're you're saying okay. that... The, so, <laughs> let me recap. Let me recap, because I don't know. I'm confusing my own head right now with all these, uh, all these things. So, okay. So, no. Through events, you get the Apex Research Medal, which uh, medal, which is then used to research some specific nodes within the tree. Right. The alpha and beta gamma particles are specifically um, uh, unlocked once you reach that specific reputation. That's it. Ah, reputation. Okay, okay. That reputation. makes a little bit more sense. So this is going to be obtainable in the Rogue Store as you unlock certain branches of reputation. Okay. 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 Yeah. That, that, was, that makes more was, sense. Thank you. <laughs> now I got it. It was in the video. Oh, oh yeah. if you watched the video, you would see it. Uh huh. Mm, okay. Wait, there was a there's a video. <laughs> hmm. Wait, is is it? Hold on, is it the video of the dude who is in a Star Trek game but can't actually do the live long and prosper? I could never do that video. Me alone, stop judging me. Even as a f-ing kid, I couldn't. F-ing do Come on, it. for Sorry, God's God. sake! Edit button. Edit button. <laughs> Market snake eyes. Oh, for good. All right. Can't do it. All right. Yeah, it's okay. You're forgiven this time. You've only said three curse words so far, and we're less than an hour in. Let's let's tidy up. You know what? This is why. This is why iTunes doesn't like your all's app. Okay. This is exactly why. There you, you go. Yeah. You know, you there guys you send over the you send over the the deployment, and the patch notes are filled with f bombs. And Apple's like, well, we are not going to put up with that. <laughs> no, we'll just delay their delay their uh, implementation by three hours, and that'll teach them a lesson. <laughs> sure will. <laughs> Do yeah. it. You know what the funniest part is? Is that because I was actually like, uh, as a kid, I was actually bullied because of this at school. Because at school we had a huge Star Trek uh, fan base, and I'm like, okay. And then once I got a, uh, uh, accepted to work in for this game, I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, I'm gonna make fun of again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was close. <laughs> All right, panic, fix your mic. Whatever you did by laughing, whole uh, belly laughing here a second okay. ago, you messed up your audio. So fix that for us. Hey, uh, I do okay. want to, um, I do want to go back and uh, and say thank you from the community on what was seemingly kind of a cool thing uh, this past week, which was the 6 of 10 deployment 
in the uh, area for transporter patterns. Now, I know that Rev did a big talk on this. We did a show about it. Transporter patterns got a lot more important this past week because Scopely um, heard our cries and deployed a single Borg officer available for redemption with transporter patterns. Tell me if we will continue to see other Borg officers become available with the transporter patterns, whether or not they go on sale. The sale thing, by the way, two thumbs up from this guy. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. But a uh, great value. Okay, guys. I mean, I, Rev, did you buy it? Did you buy it, Rev? It is a great value. It Thank is. you. All right. So do we, value. do we see something like that coming in the future? I think that was extremely positively uh, received by the community. Will we see more Borg officers available with transporter patterns? Uh, I'm going to give uh, Rev's favorite answer. Uh, probably. I'll take that. <laughs> That's a yes. I'm going to take that. Yes. You heard no, it here first, yes. community. That is a yes. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> hey, listen, panic, panic. We know panic that you've got certain language that you use. Okay, uh, I can't talk about it or I can't comment. That's like you know. That's usually a no. Uh, if you say probably, that's like a seventy thirty on the side of yes. Okay, um, and and we all know that when when Scopely says seventy thirty, that's something that they're usually going to do. You said it yourself here. You said, hey, if it's seventy thirty, we'll fix it. All right. Like, for example, targeting ships on freaking planets. Let's talk about that panic. This past week, this past week, you uh, and your team of engineers deployed a change uh, that has been in the game since day one, bar a couple of weeks. And that is you remove the ability to hide on mission planets. All right. Now, here's the thing. I believe... I believe that the feedback provided by the community may not be quite loud enough for you guys to hear it, Panic, mainly because we've been fussing about all the other problems over the last 72 hours. However... Maybe I made the video too early. Maybe that's the problem. However, I can certainly say that that is a mechanic that uh, a lot of folks are not enjoying. Panic, talk to us about why that was done. Why did Scopely mess with a good thing? And will you put it back? Um, last question, no. So, to kind of... Uh... <laughs> okay, that was point, straight to the point. Why? <laughs> Why not? All right, cool. So, this one is... It's like... It's a yin-yang kind of thing, right? Some players hate it. Other players loved it. Right. So, and the thing is that it, it was quite a 50-50 stretch. I would even say more players hated it, to be honest, from the feedback that we got. Obviously, other players whoa, have created... Whoa, whoa, Okay, <laughs> now I've got I've to gotta ask the question for last time. Where did you get this feedback? I'm getting it from from looking at like once we released it. I just like just had a quick look at Discord and I saw the actual. Uh, yeah, I, that's, I, not I, a, that's not enough, panic, sir. Panic. Come no, on. but like, okay, 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 okay. Look, we know we know for a fact that a lot of players didn't like this because of a lot of tickets that we received from it. Right, a lot of tickets that we received. Players like are complaining. You know, I can't do. I can't go there. Like you're essentially like, I I can't. I can't. Right. I can't use this, blah, blah, blah. But so, define a lot. Can you give me a number? Like, how many people can you just spitball it for me? I can't give you – I don't know. So I don't know number. Whatever I say, it's going to well, be out of let my me, butt. Okay. Here, here's what I ask. Here's what I Because me and DJ have been trying to hit on this for the past two months. Because we've, quote, unquote, known it was coming. You know, the whole customer service thing that came out. Like my video. It's like 8,000 likes. Almost. Oh, I'm sorry. 8,000 views, 500 likes. I've had comments from 
20 discords over the past three months talking about please don't get this removed it seems to be a 70 30 thing from me 30 people 30 <laughs> percent disliking 70 percent loving the feature and in star trek lore it's with a very few star trek lore things in the sure. star trek game and that's the thing so, is like so the point that i'm trying to make is that if we see that players actually want this then we're actually going to create a mechanic to, to actually that's fair Right, that's fair, and that's that's able to be playable by all players. Like this was just this was essentially like something that was not in that was not intended. But it was. It's, right. not, it's not. A, I've got an it's idea. Not a faction I've right. got an idea it's to make it fair. Okay, you don't want players hiding on mission planets. Okay, people I know have been hiding on mission planets for hours at a time, even overnight potentially. Here's how you fix it, Panic. Okay, if you don't want to make ships able to be hidden on mission planets, set a timer on it. Okay, when you dock on a mission planet, you got 30 minutes to move. Otherwise, you're targetable. Okay? I, I, I mean, I, I think that there's a way that you can please both sides of the community. Me, personally, I'm okay with shooting ships on planets. I'm fine with that. Okay? I, I'm all right with it. Okay? However, all right, I'm not here to give you just my opinion. I'm here to give everybody's yeah. feedback. And everybody's feedback has i mean listen now in fairness this has been a mechanic that you've released that does have more people on your side than normal okay uh so i can understand i I can understand why you might feel like you know you got all the love on this one but there is still a large part of the community that's like ah why did that need fixed if it ain't broke don't fix it right yeah well well, it is broken. Like, yeah, some of us, the part of the community that were that was using this and, and that had uh, used this as a mechanic, were obviously very, po- very pro for this. But there's also a big part of the community that just didn't like this, right? Because the thing is that since it's not an intended mechanic, especially when it comes to mechanics like these, then for some players, it's gonna it's gonna be a very negative experience unless we create that mechanic so that all players have a chance to do it and it's a fair. Well, here's here's and I, like I said, I'm not being argumentative. I think panic. We've worked long enough. You can tell this is not argumentative rev dues. Look at it from the aspect – I know that made you laugh. Look at it from the aspect of how faction lock was. For a lot of people, the dual faction argument was annoying because they didn't go that route. So it wasn't advantageous to them. So they complained about it that other people could faction lock. This was a really big thing several months ago. Yet enough of the community said, dude, you removed an established thing that the majority of us loved. And that's what the hiding on planets and hiding on nodes thing has been. It's just the reason that, you know, not just me, just take my egotism out of it. No one stuff, DJ stuff, most of the discords, the official discord, people agree that it was a good mechanic. I, I, I do agree that it can be abused. Okay, so that's, but, it. that's so that's the point. That's the difference that we have here, right? Is that sure with the faction lock? Yes, some players did not get that route, but they always had the option too after that. Yet for this, that's the problem is that people hide under those planets and those systems, and they don't have the option after to do something like this because then it's it's it gets exploited. Because it's and not. See, a- and I'm with you on that. And that's why I think. But my issue is instead of removing it completely, we should have found a way that, I'll, like DJ said, and in 30 seconds, they came up with an idea of putting a timer on it. You know, a sure. countdown. Yeah, of course, we can come up with ideas in the next two seconds. Doesn't mean it's going to take two Yeah, seconds. exactly. But, but what I'm saying sure. is, like but with yeah, Faction Lock, we found a way that was beneficial to everybody. And, and this, and that's what I want here. Just find something yes. that's beneficial to all of us. 100%. I think it was in the. I thought I put it in the messaging anyway. I thought I put in the messaging that we know we understand that this is also a lot of our, a lot of the players will not like the fact that we make this change, and we will be thinking about ways if we see that as an uptake to uh, release this to the player in a, in a mechanic that makes sense. 
Okay. And panic, I'm fine with that. Panic, fix your mic, because you, you, it sounds like, when you, yeah, when you get really excited, it, like, just drops out. It's like it's clipping you. <laughs> it's <laughs> we, we've got to give him a good mic. Look, yeah. Audio-Technica AT2020. It's a really solid mic. Just pick that up okay. for you. Yeah, well, that better. I want to learn that from Deuce. <laughs> we'll, 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 um, get, we'll get you something. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Uh, a, a few moments ago, we talked about uh, great job on a new mechanic of the Battle Pass. Okay, first of all, Battle Pass was slightly redesigned. Uh, by the way, uh, this is subtle, but a wild benefit. Now you can see your points and your progress yep. towards the next milestone, which is awesome. I love that. I know that that was small, but that's a quality of life thing. Um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a win. Also, yep. just the simple fact of the return of the Battle Pass. Guys, panic. Listen. Listen, this needs to be something that Scopely never gets rid of. This battle pass is great. Um, I, I don't want to ask you this question uh, point blank. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask you know how financially successful is it. But are you seeing a larger conversion from free to play into maybe uh, a segment of players who's willing to spend twenty, maybe thirty dollars a month? Um, are you seeing a deeper penetration with the with the sale of packs with this battle pass as compared to when you only had $100 packs out there? Okay, I can't give information on that for obvious reasons, but all I can say, at least for the Battle Pass itself, is that the reason why the yes. team then took it on is because of its success that it had with the, uh, with the Borg. Okay, so the answer right. is yes. So yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. So, so uh, the, the success that we've had with the Battle Pass uh, and, and this, by the way, I'm not in community. I know where you're going. And you guys know, you guys think you know where I'm going. Panic, I'm not going to ask you a question. I'm going to give you a piece of inquiry feedback. If the okay. success of the $20 pack has been so phenomenal, do you think that it would be advantageous for Scopely to introduce cheaper packs in the future instead of making me see just $100 packs. Now, I'm not complaining, okay, because everybody knows I spend money. I will spend $100 on this game, and I'm not scared to, so I'm not complaining about that, okay? I'm not going to not spend. I know that I'm in a certain spending group, and that's fine, but panic for your free-to-play guys out there who maybe have bought a couple of packs here and there. Like, let's say somebody who spent $100 or less in this game since it started. Okay, or maybe $200 or less in this game since it started. We're seeing a trend that allows uh, that these, comp- uh, these customers feel a little bit more comfortable spending, say, $20 at a time instead of $50 or $100 at a time. Is that not data enough or incentive enough to where we could see? Listen, you don't have to give away the world, okay? I'm just saying, do you not think that, we, that you would have a little bit more success with a 20 or a $50 pack instead of it just being all hundreds? And let me say, I don't expect you to answer that. That's more something I'd like you to take back to the business team because I know you can't comment on it, okay? But I, I just think if this $20 pack has been so successful, and I promised the community I'd bring it up, if it's and, been successful, and, then I, I would imagine that other and, and, types of $20 packs would be successful as well. And, and DJ, can I piggyback on that real quick? Yeah, sure. Just because I want the devs and the um, overseers to hear this. This is not any of us saying take away $100 packs. And we're not saying don't keep the $100 packs having the most value. Because obviously the $100 packs have the best overall value in terms of spending. We're simply saying... Give a twenty dollar option, even if it's not as advantageous to spend twenty bucks. Like if it's a third of what it should be in terms of value, cool. Leave the hundred dollars as the temptation to spend more to get better. Just simply give a twenty dollar option. That's all we're asking. 
I'm just saying that that it, that it could be. But now to to piggyback on Rev, who was piggybacking on me. Let me get back to my original point, which is the battle pass. Oink, oink. The battle pass is awesome. Thank you. Thank you for bringing it back. As a matter of fact, uh, for those of you who maybe have not tinkered uh, with the Battle Pass, I'm sure most of you have, but for those of you who have not, you will notice, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most sought after, one of the most requested items that the content creators, the moderators, and you, the community, have been asking for for the last six months. Ladies and gentlemen, there are free badges in the Battle Pass. Free badges <laughs> in the Battle Pass. Okay, that's big news. That, that's big news, I think, I, I think in the video I previously also clicked on that. I'm like, here, look at this. Look <laughs> at this, guys. Now, you had mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show that the Battle Pass has been tweaked. Uh, we had also briefly touched on the fact that there were now badges here available for free. Uh, you had mentioned that the team is looking for ways to deploy additional content. That means badges. That means independent credits, which, by the way, we're seeing independent credits. I don't hear very, I don't hear nearly as many people, Rev, complaining about independent credits uh, this month yeah, as we did last month because you guys have turned on the faucet with those a little bit. Are we going yes. to see a continued trend, whether it be in the Battle Pass or whether it be anywhere else, are we going to see Scopely continuing down a path of breadcrumbs with these badges and, and by the way for the record i personally have no problem with one set free in a month okay i, I don't think i don't think that that's too little i don't think that it's too much i i, I think it's perfect okay so you're not going to hear me come out here and say well i need 15 badges this month i think a set in a month is perfect is this something we can count on returning in months to come uh yes Oh, I do have oh, wait, hold on, hold on, Rev. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Hold on, hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, he said yes. Wait. Okay, hold on. Clarify, please. <laughs> we don't know. I don't know how it's going to come or when it's going to come. Just I know that the fact that it, if it's if it is successful and if it is there, then it's a chance that it'll come. Okay. He said yes, ladies and gentlemen. He said yes. He said yes. The badges are here to stay. Promised by Panic on 7 8 2020. I, I feel like I just got married. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? You give free badges to the community every single month, and we'll find you a wife. Yeah, we will. Okay. We'll find you a wife. It's as I said, the team is like looking always for ways to give out these badges. Now, I don't know if it's going to be given out through the Battle Pass. I don't know if it's going to be given out through other means. I just know that like part of it was giving out now through the Battle Pass today uh, or through this arc. Now, I don't know if it's going to be given out uh, later on through the Battle Pass again. I just know the team is just looking through uh, ways to give it out. Again, I, I, do, I, I, do, I do have a Battle Pass question that's not as exciting as what DJ has asked. <laughs> <laughs> the first battle pass, if you leveled up during the pass process, like during the month, uh, when you bought the battle pass, say, in the fourth week, it gave you the rewards based on the level you were. This last time around, it stayed the same even if you leveled up through. How does it work this time? Like, does it count just if I'm level 24 and in three weeks I'm getting the level 24 rewards even if I'm level 28 at that point for the epic side of the token? No. No. That's not so it scales with me now? Yes. 
Okay, thank you. I just want to know because I got to ask that. Yeah, well, you know what? Here's the here's the next thing. I got to ask that as well. Um, and and now panic. Let me be very clear in how I ask this question. Has that changed from last month to this month? Because last month, with the with the change in the actual structure of the battle pass, where it is now an event and no longer in the event store, okay? And in months past, during the Borg arcs, if you graduated an ops, the event store updated with you. Last month, as confirmed by Live Ops, once you scored a point in this event, then it locked. Has that been changed for this month? Because if that hasn't been changed for this month, then that is actually not going to happen. Yes, no, sorry, I... Um I went to. I didn't understand the question. So to reiterate, there is no scaling. So the minute you score, that's the the scale that you have. If you know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just okay. wanted to make sure that that was that was clear. We don't give misinformation on this podcast. Panic. Sure, sure, All sure, right. Sure. I like, direct you back to server merges, sir. Okay. We don't tolerate those shenanigans around here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we try we try to stay as official as we can around these parts, Panic. Okay. Um, all right, guys, let's do this. Um, I need to take a very quick commercial break. When we come back, we got more questions of community manager Panic, and uh, we're going to get into uh, some more of the uh, Outlaws Arc 2, and we also have Battleship to play coming up here in the uh, very near future. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Trek Live. My name is Ultimate DJs, and we will return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Jolly Rancher Candies. And for your other mood swings, try our Grouchy Rancher, Euphoric Rancher, and Dangerously Bipolar Rancher Candies. Okay, as you know, we need to find a way to boost the economy and help the president's campaign. Let's charge a tax on his tweets. <laughs> that I like. Get it? I see what you did there. What's something the president's good at? Insulting people. You can't make money insulting people. Comedians do. He's not a comedian. No comment. Where else Ooh, do? Let's do a dunk tank at the White House. Come again? The president makes fun of people, and they throw a ball that dunks him in the water. Forgive him. He's a little wet behind the ears. Oh, <laughs> Stop joking. This is a brilliant idea. We'll make billions. Step right up, folks. Three balls for $20 at the Trump tank. Look at this guy. Here you go, ma'am. Crooked Hillary, Fob. I don't think they like me very much. Everybody's got butt cheeks. Everybody's got big old butt cheeks. Every time you sit down, you're sitting on your butt cheeks. When you spread your butt cheeks apart, you have room for your poop to come out of your butt. Yes, you do. It's butt cheeks, everybody. Welcome back. Those good old butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Yes. So nice, yes they are. Haven, this is uh, this was a special request. You gotta wipe <laughs> your butt cheeks yes. after you poop. Wipe your butt after you poop, everybody. 
No, okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, what is this garbage? You know what? We we actually played this on the show not long ago because Oliver picked the song out. He It was Oliver's request for a show. And then it came to our attention that we should play it the next time Panic was on the show. We, we were told by anonymous sources, a.k.a. De OG Gala, that you would actually very much appreciate the Butt Cheeks song. Butt Cheeks, Butt Cheeks, Butt Cheeks. It was, it was, yeah. So anyway, there you go. Special request for you, Panic. It's Butt Cheeks from De OG Gala. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Where, where is she? Where is she? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure where she is. She was on vacation last week, uh, and I'm sure playing catch-up this week here. So anyway, yeah, there you go. Uh, butt Cheeks by the Toilet Bowl Cleaners, everybody. And yes, that is staying in the podcast. Not removing that. Uh, <laughs> no. Way. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of synonymous with all the poop that gets thrown at you on a regular basis. Panic, right? How much poop did you catch? How much poop did you catch yesterday? I think uh, on one post I had a uh, surreal a thousand plus. Wow, a thousand oh. poops. That was a lot poops. of poop. That was a lot of poops. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, Moros has a quick question for you. Hey, uh, it was never really addressed. Is the Rogue Store a closed loop? Are we going to rely on anything like Borg Modest had to be, we were reliant on a Scopely gift chest to participate in Borg Modest. Are Mud Modest and this entire rogue store, is it self-sustaining? I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know. Okay, fix your mic again, for God's sakes. Uh, sorry. Uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't know on that one. What so do you know? <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> All right. I'm in the dark. <laughs> uh, he's he's in he's in the dark. He says everybody. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get back to a couple of community questions. We got about 15, 20 minutes left with Panic, and then uh, and then we got to move on. Panic, I want to throw a a mind bender at you. Okay, this was actually presented on the show here a few weeks ago by uh, my left hand man Gregor. Okay, you know Gregor. We've had conversations together in the past, uh, and Gregor is a member of your VIP community. Gregor had mentioned on this show. Uh, when we were discussing some economy, okay? And and I am more or less not looking necessarily for a Scopely perspective because I'm sure you're not going to be able to give it. But I'd like to know what you think about a mechanic, quote unquote, <laughs> that eliminates the refinery. Panic, tell me what good the refinery does for Scopely. First of all, let's start with that. Why is the refinery as trickled down as it is? Why does it not pay? I know that's a tough question, but I, but I need you to try to answer it. What is it about the refinery that you guys have locked down so tight? Why is it that way? I don't know. Saying that it does not pay is a very overarching theory that players might have if they had like a bad luck streak or whatnot. So I know it has. I know it does pay out. Sometimes players are unlucky and it doesn't pay out. Now I don't know why the ins and the ins and outs of like you know why it's there or what is the the mechanic well, of it. Right. I don't know if you paid attention to the episode. What was it a month ago, DJ? We did. Well, we actually had multiple people track their outcomes over a month period. I mean, it was low compared to what people needed to upgrade every month. That's <laughs> and that's kind of where it's come from. It's not just people noticing the refinery being low one day and getting annoyed because they didn't get uncommon two days in a row. It's just consistently the average of what uncommons they were getting was consistently I, I th low. I think Rev placed that exactly uh, better than I did. Uh, Panic the the amount of uncommon 
that is needed, say, for a reasonable pace of play, let's say a reasonable pace of play, the amount of uncommon needed over the course of a month is probably in the neighborhood of 1,500 to 2,000. Does anybody disagree? Does anybody think that's too high? But Panic, do you think that's too high? No, I mean, level 28 plus easily, That's that's got to be the range. Okay. So, but what we were seeing is that over the course of a month, we're not seeing that much of a payout. As a matter of fact, we're seeing something in the in the mid hundreds, maybe 600, 500, maybe 700 if if you are lucky, but we're not seeing the amount of uncommon resource uh in the game from from the refinery. Now, the the reason that I ask you this question, Gregor had this idea. And and mechanically, I kind of like it, okay? Uh as a matter of fact, it takes a luck a little bit out of the equation and rewards, uh, for example, the, the miners, okay, rewards the people who want to mine in, in that you can, like we've talked, right, Panic, you say that PvP is dearly loved by a segment of the community, but for the most part, a large part of the community wants to be left out of that. They just like to mine, they, you know, you've, you've yeah. even teased about that in the past. I just want to set a ship on a mine for 30 days and, and whatever. You, you could potentially increase the attractiveness of that mechanic by allowing us to mine for these materials directly sit on a node okay and refine the uncommon refine the rare is that let me get your reaction as a player first okay because obviously i know scopely you're not going to your comment on scopely's plans for this but do you as a player feel that there could be some advent uh, advantages to eliminating the refinery for example like i can bring in a lot of examples here by saying that in every mmo game there is there's always parts of luck again an example is let's take world of warcraft right there was a time where i raided for 10 months to get one weapon 10 months that was that was like i don't know 10 like nearly 12 hours a week of gameplay that i had to be able to obtain that weapon one weapon and i didn't get it in the end and then there was an expansion that came out right so again there's always going to be an element of luck in some aspects of the game. That's a classic MMO trait, right? And for this one, it's the refinery, and it's something that we have to we have to we have well, to. Work can, I, can I can I can I ask you a legitimate question? Because I never played WoW. Panic. The yeah. ten months you spent grinding, was there an option to just straight out buy that epic weapon you wanted? No, no, of course not. Okay, no, well that's I'm the thing. That's the thing. Because because here's the thing. You can grind that here in the game, sure, but on the flip side, the people who are killing the grinders can simply buy what they need immediately. What? What? That, maybe maybe we don't. Maybe we don't eliminate the refinery. Maybe we go with something like Trash has said here that it's more of a store type payout. Redeem X amount of raw, get X amount of uncommon. At least there, you got some sort of a guarantee. You know, you know, you see what I'm saying? I mean, at least there, you know, you know, this goes back into the, you know, hey, there should be a minimum from the refinery, um, you know, and, and listen, I don't personally have a problem refining 12K uh, and getting seven uncommon. I mean, I don't like it. OK, but I'm, I'm OK with it because at least I'm getting uncommon. Uh, if I get 180 common, I get miffed. Okay. Um, is there is there possibility into I know that you and I have talked about the economy. You and I've had many conversations about the economy at length. What uh, so and, like, and, and I know that Scopely has taken steps towards easing the pain in the economy. We looked at it with independent in credits. Events. Well, yeah, we've especially looked at in independent events. credits. We've looked at basic resources. We've looked now uh, even at officer badges, which is we're only on step one. Scopely is hearing. Scopely is reacting. We appreciate that. Is is the refinery on the radar? 
But like again, okay, the refinery is only one way of getting the uh, to getting those resources. Like you can get them through events, you can get them now through the battle pass. Like there are other also ways where you can retrieve those resources, and it's I think it's one of the reasons is that we wanted players to actually engage with these events to also have another reason to participate in them to also get those resources through them through them as well. So what you're saying is we're we're definitely agreeing, but it goes back to what we're simply trying to come from, and in terms of we're very politely, very nicely saying, hey, we as a community have done the research. We can tell you that we were fine a couple hundred at the lowest uncommon a month if we're doing it every day. Then from events, we're probably going to get a couple hundred uncommon doing all of our events. The battle pass for me gives a right around 200 uncommon of each. So now let's just say I am arbitrarily at 800 uncommon. But our original point was we needed over 2,000 just to do one particular thing. So we're just, we want to continue to see growth, but we want to see growth that allows us to progress reasonably from what our perspective of reasonable is. And I understand, I understand that as a point, right? And again, like as with officer badges, um, I know that the team as well is always looking at, um, we're always looking at progression rates. We're always looking at how players, uh, all, all types of players are play, are engaging with the game. And we're always trying to find different ways to implement these within the game itself. Again, as I said, like, yeah. Battle Pass is one of them now, where you can get those resources, you can get those badges. And now we're also th- we're also looking at other other factors where we have a lot of stuff coming up within the year that are going to allow you to get more stuff, allow you to get to be able to gain these resources in different ways, in more engaging ways, right? Because again, one of the arguments that we had uh, past was the fact that sure, progressing in the game and leveling up is one aspect, but I think the biggest thing what the team is trying to do is to find ways where progression starts becoming. Uh, a secondary thing. The primary thing is just enjoying the game, enjoying your time in the game at whatever level that you are. And, and I agree. And the narrative of this mud stuff has helped with that. I just I feel like I have to pass along because I'm going to give you one example. The Legionary, which you know is a level 26 ship. Yep. It's a low-end ship. Just for me to take a single part to tier 7, one Legionary part is 1,500 uncommon total. That is less than what we just talked about that you agree with the events increasing with the battle pass with with refinery it's taking two months from the numbers we just gave you to upgrade a single legionary part as a level 26 player and you know you you get to a point like yes you want to focus on the game being fun the community you know i'm working on things for community events but there also can't be such a stagnation and progression that it takes months that drives people out of boredom to not want to do it sure I completely understand this, and um, this is feedback that the team knows and they're taking on constantly. I can't give you exactly okay. this is going to happen, but obviously this is part of the radar, and obviously we're looking at more at more engaging ways in which players can obtain these resources. So they can. And, and I'll just say this too, one last, because I'm not trying to harp on this forever. If anybody from the live ops of the dev team wants any of our research, and we're talking, we have six eight months of this that a lot of people in the community put we will gladly show what we have found and if because maybe they haven't done that in the same aspect because they're busy doing things like you know fixing all the ios issues and building new content which we're enjoying and we can show them hey we literally can't progress at a reasonable rate make some more slight changes and we'll gladly show them the info that we have yeah the graphs that the lead designer has on the the excel sheets that they have on this like it's not just like a simple luck right there's a there's a specific math behind all this right? there is and panic for for the love of pete your your microphone <laughs> yeah i don't know what what, 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 are you, what are you doing man like jiggle the cord a little bit or something um no you know what and and i don't want to get into you know i don't want to get into anything uh crazy d- deep i know we've only got a couple of minutes left but i, I just yeah. think you know the economy the economy let me let me 
me summarize the entire economy with this, guys, okay? Uh, because I'm, I'm relatively new to Ops 35, okay? Uh, and I've done a couple of Ops levels over the last six months, okay? The economy, I have seen it change, okay? I have for sure seen it change, okay? The yeah. amount of resources that are being awarded in events are improving. Part of that is probably because of my Ops level, okay, admittedly. But I feel like resources have, have been improved upon. I do feel like Uncommon has has been improved upon a little bit because of the battle pass okay um but but the refinery the refinery is still it it just seems like panic it sounds to me like you were saying that the emphasis on growth or or on participation needs to not be on the refinery but be on event participation i mean is that what scope is wanting they're not wanting us to rely on the refinery because i mean like the refineries, the, yeah, exactly. Like the refinery is just part of the game, right? The same way that a lot of the a lot of the aspects of the game, you don't only receive one specific aspect of the game from one part, right? There's many parts where you do, and through this way, we're trying to entice players to uh, engage with the game more, right? It's like, like we don't want to, yeah, hundred percent. I don't want a Farmville game where it's like only players go out there and just like they just again, cool that the thirty I stick on a thirty day and I mind, but I don't like I personally. I don't even, I, and I know the team is doesn't want players just to just do this. Like we want to entice them to engage with the game. Okay. All right. I got a hundred percent. Yeah. A couple I'll of say one thing because I thought it was a good comment. Uh, remember we, we talked about the twenty dollars packs, uh, DJ. Mm-hmm. Selling a pack that's nothing but uncommon for twenty bucks. Y'all pick the amount. Two hundred uncommon for twenty bucks. Whatever. Sell just a pure uncommon pack for twenty dollars. Nothing else. Don't give them latinum. Don't give them relocation tokens. Don't give them speed ups. Just uncommons. I don't know. Like, I, I don't have the argument for that. To be honest, I think there is a specific argument of why it's not to do this, um, but I don't have it. Again, I, I know that I know there is a reason why, and there is a specific okay. reason. And I, think it's, and I think and it's on the. They, if the devs bring us that reason, we can logically look at it and go, okay, it makes sense. All right, so let's no, move no, on. For sure, for sure. I agree. <laughs> I'm going to bring. This back. I'm going to bring this back as feedback for sure. Awesome. I'd Thank like you, Panic. Also, all right panic uh, i got one or two more nerdy things to ask you okay uh this one is from hugo from gregor from myself and uh, i'm sure that no one and uh and rev would agree can we look at a feature change here in the very near future that would allow us to export battle logs I, okay, I would love to be able to nerd out and geek out on a battle log that I can take directly into my computer. Um, I want to be able to load a parser and do it live, too. Like, I can do that on Star Trek Online. I can connect a parser to Star Trek Online and get my battle logs instantaneously. I think, uh, like, generally, like, th- this is something, again, the team is looking at, is general social features within the game where you can share stuff with your friends, right? And this is very close to my heart, too, because I think that's super, super cool and super important. And uh, we're definitely we're definitely analyzing uh, the potential for this and for, obviously, other aspects as well, right? Like, sharing stuff with your friends on social, sharing with stuff with your friends um, on Discord, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I'm 100%. Yeah, Fisticuff says we don't want to share with our friends. They'll tease us. Uh, no, you know, it, in all seriousness, it, it's not even about. Listen, I get the social aspect of it. I think Fisticuffs is right. I personally would never share something like this. Like you unlocked the Stella. I'm not posting that to Facebook. Okay, I'm not. I'm not sharing that on my Facebook. But I would very much like to be able to export a battle log, break that down with my team, share that, uh, be able to do the math. Okay, like I want to track mitigation uh, each level. 
available for one out of 51 rounds like Hugo and I were talking about a couple of days ago. Uh, I would very much like that particular feature. Uh, and so if, if the team's been talking about that, that would be huge. I think that you really satisfy like your super nerd community by being one able to uh, export a battle log. And on this on this point exactly what we're, what the team is also looking at is to give what we want to do is like we want to come to a point where we can give the tools to the players to be able to have these conversations like, like whether they can export battle logs where they can export um other parts of the game that they can then share and have conversations with and again even like the point that like you said like i don't want to share on facebook sure but there's a there's a ton of facebook groups out there which is just for star trek fleet command and then like even facebook groups which is just for your with your alliance and it'd be nice to kind of share these stuff there as well right so uh, le- let me ask this. Uh, how I don't want to say how close are we, but is this currently in development? Okay, like this is something that has been brought up before, uh, something that yes. has been requested before. I- is this currently been- actually in development? I don't know if it's in development, but I just know that I've had, uh, I've, I've already heard conversations about this happen. For sure. Okay. All right. Um, guys, I think that is about it. I've got a couple of other questions, but Panic, you're probably about out of time. Do you do you have time to answer one more? And it's not going to be fun. So, <laughs> shoot, 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 shoot. All right. It's not going to be fun. All right. I'm, I'm warning you. Um, three days ago, official moderator on the official Discord, Caution, posted an opinion piece, an editorial, uh, about his community-oriented complaints within this game, okay? And we're not talking about anything that, you know, I I don't, me personally, I did not interpret it as a slam scopely moment, okay? He represents, uh, you know, community members on the official Discord, the same as Rev and no one and I do. Uh, He's a player as well, okay? So some of the stuff that he was writing about was actual pain points, like actual opinions of the community uh, and, and I'm not going to – I don't – listen, guys, I don't care about the fact that it had to be moved or taken down or this or that. I care about the content of the message, okay? Uh, I know you guys are curious for gossip. I'm not here to provide that, okay? But, Panic, I, I, I'm sure you had a chance to read this editorial. Mm-hmm. As the content piece the, – the, the pieces that were brought up about pain points in the game, about bugs, uh, let's, for example – Officer XP, okay, and I just use this one for example. Durr is going to talk about it, okay? The Officer XP. This this is a year-long issue with an officer that has not been corrected. Why has Scopely chosen to deprioritize that fix amongst other fixes? For example, to be specific, why is Pike not working? Why does Talon not work? That's, uh, yeah, so so the officer stuff is actually, look, in, in to, all in all, the uh, the article itself had very, very decent points. I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that 100%, right? And all of that obviously has been given bad as feedback to the team. And it's a lot of that we all, the team already know. And they're also, there's a big part of them that really wants to get them fixed. But again, I think we've talked about this in the previous podcast as well. We talk about it as well with, uh, with the previous designer, like that's the officers specifically is a bigger issue. Right, it's a bigger issue that that it's not an easy fix because it's a huge. There's another huge rebalancing that has to happen for this to. I I do understand, and not to interrupt. I do understand that it might be a large issue, but Talon is a year and a half old issue now. I mean, Pike is almost a year old. I mean, I understand that there are larger projects at play uh, with content development and with bug fixes and things like that. But I mean. Have, I, 
you say an officer rebalance is coming. Let me ask a question on that. What do we mean by an officer rebalance? Are we changing abilities? Are we changing statistics? Are we, are, are, are we just fixing abilities? I mean, what, what is coming with an officer rebalance? Are we talking about making abilities work? Or are we talking about changing the entire officer pool as we know it? So the idea is is that what we're working on is in restructuring the whole the code behind officer officers to make them more reliable better and faster to implement essentially like just for it'll be it'll just make it easier for us to implement officers within the game right so and this as well will fix the issues that we're currently seeing with the officers at hand right it's not essentially a rebalance it's just we're we're, we're basically fixing the code in the back end so that overall from now on officers do not break or at least not at the extent that they have until now right so have 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 officer bugs or officer broken officers have those been sidelined until this quote-unquote new platform is launched for officers i mean like is, is is there so right now at this moment nobody's working on pike nobody's working on the xp officers nobody's working on barrett nobody's working on uh tau like th- these officers are are, are on the shelf <laughs> Exactly. We're, we're not working on each officer per se. We're, walk, we're working on a, on a code fix in the back end that will essentially fix this whole problem in one go. He's basically saying they're rewriting the whole back end system because it wasn't coded correctly because there's so many nuances due to officers' abilities and everything. All right. Sure. I get Again, I don't, I'm sorry. Like sometimes, okay. again, my verbiage use my verbiage use on this is it's poop because I don't know it. But I'm just giving you the insight of like what I've been, what I've heard. Yeah, no, no, I'm good. I, I'm I'm good with that answer. I mean, it's not what I wanted to hear. Officers are not being worked on, but a new project <laughs> is being worked on that that is supposed to fix the officers. Okay, so I mean, I, I'm, but that, I'm okay, but that is working on the officers. That's working on the architecture that the officers are supported on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Okay, fixes so, the officers. Well, I, I get that but i guess and again i i'm a layman guys okay panic you, you okay f- forgive me a, because- let me get, let me give it to you let me give it to you in a car term <laughs> the wheels of the car are broken and needs new wheels then the car will work fine i mean I, I i guess i hear what you're saying but at the same time like if i look at it and my car oh. is still sitting in the parking lot one year later and it's never been rolled into the shop are the wheels actually have they been ordered rev is kind of what i'm asking here, here, okay here. that's no, that's, that's what i'm asking so <laughs> you play the legos it doesn't fit no 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 you put another I, I, I got another car one i got another car one. okay so somebody came into your shop dj with a rotary engine and y'all said screw the rotary engine this is stupid we're replacing it with a normal v6 lengthy process better in the long run is that better yes i guess but rotors are better I, I guess i guess uh panic if, if you will okay and I, i'm sh- you may not where are we in this process i mean are we looking at a 2020 uh release of this new engine or are we I, looking at 2021 i can't give a timeline on this i'm sorry guys like i really don't know like i, I can't i don't i don't know the the impact and where the team is at i just know that this is the yeah that they're trying I, I get it that, and that was probably an unfair question all right, all right uh yeah. the one, one uh, last uh, last thing and i know we're out of time man i'm sorry uh i appreciate you spending the time with us well, one last thing out of panic or out of uh, cautions article that i love more than anything more than anything 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 are the res- basic resources and their generators. Why do we have... I-, I know we've asked this question before. Did you ever get us any feedback as to what they plan to do about this severe drain of resources that are warehouses and vaults when they literally provide really no real value to players in their 30s or higher? 
Yeah. Um, no, like we've given back this feedback, and I know that again, it's something as well that we're looking at. Um, but I don't have a. I, I wish I, I could. I wish I could say something more on this. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Yeah. See, I, I no, took no, no, no. I took this interview that was going so well, and I've taken the last twenty minutes, and I've rained on everybody's parade. Uh, I apologize, <laughs> and and you especially panic. I've asked you. Uh, listen, I told you this last one was going to be uncomfortable. Okay, because we love caution. Yeah. We love caution, no, no, no. and 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 I, the article was well written, and then. You know, it was taken down and had to be moved, but the points remain. You know, we're talking about um, pain points in this game. Uh, let me ask you this. Did did anybody on the team, did you go back and talk about this burst mining mechanic for, for basic resources? I, I mean, is that what was, what was anybody's reaction to, oh, that could be cool? You know, did, did anybody have a reaction when you went and said, hey, DJ asked this question? What was their response? Cool. <laughs> A.K.A. Panic didn't ask the daggone question. <laughs> it's actually no, no. Look, I'm not. Uh, I'm. It's not feasible to go to the team with every small thing, right? But the way the way that I provide feedback and generally how the team provides feedback is through specific reports, right? So. Caution's article, a lot of the reports, a lot of the stuff that you guys are telling me today and generally has been told me over the month is going to go into my report where we're going to talk about it with the team and then the team is going to under, then they're going to triage the severity, the usability, the feasibility, and then they're going to make a decision on how and when this can be fixed, passed, whatever. Okay, that's that's just giving you the feedback loop of how we have. And no, I'll be honest with you. That's <laughs> my diplomatic answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> the diplomatic answer to your question is, DJ, shut the hell up. I didn't actually ask you a question. You fool. <laughs> Come on. All right. Uh, <laughs> guys, we, we have had panic for an hour and 40 minutes, and I thank you, obviously, very much. I'm sorry. I, I hit you with a few harder questions, but you know what? We've had a few rough days, panic, uh, this month. It's and fair. so I, I appreciate you taking the time, of course. Uh, I hope that you will return and do it again. We obviously, we do love you, okay? We love you very, very much. We love the fact that you spend time with us. We love the fact that you are present in the community. I thank you for being able to be here, uh, even though sometimes, the questions may be a little bit harder and and so i i appreciate the relationship that you and i have and thank you for uh, for being able to be here and i uh, hope that we'll be able to reschedule uh, or schedule our next one in august uh as per normal as we normally do panic is there anything that you'd like to wrap up with to the community a message or anything you like you'd say, uh, like to to share before we take our final break and folks we will return with your reaction coming up here in just a moment or two uh panic you have anything uh, that you'd like to say poop emoji okay so <laughs> this interview gets a poop emoji <laughs> all right all right so one thing i want to i want to kind of comment on what you just said right now which is look i'm i'm not going to be the kind of community manager that's going to hide and be like no don't give me any hard questions obviously sometimes you go over the questions and then tell you look these i can't really respond to them because i don't have any updates again what i just want the players to understand is that Whatever I have to give, I will. And the team is always try, always striving to give as much uh, information as we can. We're obviously we're not there yet when it comes to planning. We're like there's always a long way to go, and there's always room for improvement. But again, we have improved so much along the way. I don't know if it's visible to a lot of the players, but we have when it comes to what we communicate, how much we communicate, when we communicate, and and to what extent, right? And all I just want to say is that if I can give and reply, it's not that we're not we're not thinking about it. It's not that we haven't put it in the back. It's not that we haven't talked about it, right? It's just I don't have any information for you right now. But whatever you're right. telling me, it's not something that is new. That's it. 
All right, last, one last thing I got for you, Panic. Yeah. Uh, there's one thing I need you to announce that would be great for you. Hit me up as soon as you log out of the podcast, okay? <laughs> we got stuff to discuss. Hey, let me ask you I, this. I'm serious. I'm serious. It'd be a great thing for him to announce. Let me let me okay. ask you this real quick, Panic, uh, real quick, and then, and then we'll take our final break. And, guys, while we are in break, you'll need to move back up into the podcast room because uh, so, I, I won't be announcing it again. Just, you know, once we go into break, move up to the podcast room so you guys can interact. Panic, a whole month has passed, um, and you told us, hey, listen, we want to wait till the end of the uh, the augment arc we want to wait till the end of arc one regarding the data nodes okay we want to get through the event is what you said what has been the feedback and are we looking at potentially increasing those node sizes it has been an entire month that's what you guys said you needed as far as data collection where are we at with that and I said, like um, the collection, the data, the the data we have collected right now. I have also collected my quantitative and my qualitative feedback from you guys, from the moderators, from the players themselves. And this report is going to be going out in the next few days, and that's when the team is then going to start analyzing this and then uh, going ahead. Can you, that look can you share with me your conclusion in that report? What do you What do you think should happen with the data nodes? <laughs> Honestly, I honestly, in my honest opinion, again, this is only my personal opinion, is that I personally like the data nodes how they are. Okay, but from a player's perspective, I think what is required in this case is a more variety of nodes. In my opinion, right? I think some should stay the way they are. Some should uh, enlarge. I guess in this case, right? But I don't think that I don't. I don't necessarily think this mechanic was something that was bad, right? But again, that's okay. just me, and I do. I do play the game, right? As much as you guys don't believe it, I do play the game. But and I and I personally like this because I'm I'm a more fast paced player and I I prefer something that is and I prefer the way that it was. Again, that's me. Okay, I mean I I don't disagree with that conclusion. If you if you offer some data node sizes that are larger and what you're saying is maybe a slightly slower speed and then having the super high speed sh small nodes is that is that what you're saying? Exactly, like a variety. I think that's what the conclusion that I have now. I don't know how feasible it is from a design point of view, but this is kind of the this is the feedback that I'm going to give the team, and then they're going to take that on, and they're going to look at all their numbers and analytics, and and, and because there's a lot of things that the team take, it's not only just feedback, right? Because again, you can't just take everything at face value. You have to also look at the numbers to be able to correlate. It's always you're always uh, data informed. Right. Guys, I, listen, I'm seeing a little bit of negative feedback in the chat to that answer. To be honest with you, that is not a bad fix to, to the problem. Okay? I mean, it's fair. To, let's be fair. You guys are saying that the node sizes are too small, um, but before we had a larger node size with a lower mining rate, and that's what you guys said you wanted to go back to. I, I don't actually think that that is a terrible outcome. Having two different size nodes, we already do it with Latinum. I actually think that that's not a terrible outcome, to be perfectly frank with you. Okay? I mean, in my opinion, I don't know. Fight over the nodes that you want. <laughs> so uh, that's, not a, that's not a bad thing. Panic, thank you. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for uh, the time that you spend with us, as always. Uh, and as I'm being told, I guess I'll go ahead and put on my shill hat because apparently I'm kissing your butt. Uh, you know, here, here's the thing, and I'm going to say this while Panic's here, and then we'll take our final break. Guys, I, I don't want it to make it look like I'm kissing his butt, I, but I am being professional, and I'm being courteous, and I'm being friendly for a few reasons. One, he's a guest here, okay? He's a guest here, okay? Uh, make that guest feel unwelcome. Guest never returns. Okay, pretty simple. You invite somebody over for dinner and then you smack them in the face and take a poop on their dinner plate and then, you know, spill wine on their face. They ain't coming back. Simple, right? So, A, I'm courteous because I'm a professional. Secondly, a lot of this crap ain't his fault. Okay? A lot of this crap ain't his fault. 
Okay? So for those, you know, why, why, what benefit would I have at holding his feet to the fire, as one of you said, when there's nothing to be gained? Okay? So you guys say what you want. I'm sorry you're disappointed. All right? There may be other interviewers out there that would satisfy you better. Panic, I appreciate the time that you spend here. Thank you. If that means I'm kissing your butt, thank you. But thank you for the data that we did get. Okay? And, um, Sorry that uh, not everybody's happy with it. <laughs> no, it's not like, oh, no, no, like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting every single player to be happy with the decisions that is made, right? I just expect that there's an uh, overall understanding on why the decisions were made. That's yeah, all. I, right. And I get it. I'm cool with your, it. You, know, have, you can all have your own prerogative. Obviously, we're here to chat about it and argue it 100%. That's fine. But again things happen some people like it some people don't we all got bosses right panic (laughs) we all got (laughs) bosses all right folks we're going to take our final break panic community manager from scopely thank you for being here we will see you again next month uh i presume yeah you're going to be here next month right you're not getting scared off are you Oh, no, 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 I'll be here. Unless I'm not somewhere in Greece vacationing on the islands, I'll be here. Oh, <laughs> they allow me to go. That, that is, there is no excuse. We might actually do our first video cast if you're on the beach somewhere, okay? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, going to take our final break. When we return, please move up into the podcast room. We'll get your reaction. We'll play Battleship, and we'll call it a day. All right? My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official. Don't get it twisted, people. We're the official podcast, and we'll be back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Croker Jack. Candy-coated popcorn, peanuts, and a toad. That's what you get in Croker Jack. In changing times like these, Americans need a president like Kanye West, who understands the latest technologies. I'm a robot. A president who can handle the tough talk in Washington. You cannot offend a robot. A president who's bold and confident, like Donald Trump. You don't think I would be one of the characters of today's modern Bible? With the demeanor and speaking style of Joe Biden. It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, you just, oh, in the club, I mean, um. Kanye West 2020, because this year isn't crazy enough. Thank you very much. What? What? Yeah. Uh, here we go. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, I told you guys to move, and I completely forgot about it. <laughs> Thank you, Snake Eyes. Always keeping me, uh, always keeping me on my toes. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> FFS. Yeah, no, uh, we're moving back. Uh, Snake Eyes, let's get everybody up into the podcast room. Welcome, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Commands, official podcast. And uh, we just had community manager Panic on the show. And uh, and actually, I'm being told, I didn't even see her sneak in. Is Deoji Gala with us? Is she actually hiding out in the room right now? Gala, are you there? Paging Deoji Gala. Paging Deoji Gala. No, guess not. I thought I saw her in here. Maybe she's busy. Maybe she's on a work call. Uh, you know, here's here's the thing, and I, and your mics are now potted up. Dirk, come on in, voice, okay? Let's and let's talk about it. You guys are are uh, ripping them to pieces here, and <laughs> and and to some of it, I get. Well, how do you compare a legendary weapon <clears throat> to the refinery? 
come on. Well, okay. So I never, I'm just I don't, I don't play WoW, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, Snake Eyes is saying the same thing. Yeah, that was that was a terrible thing. I, I don't understand. I, I don't get that reference. Okay. I can't mention that one because I was playing MMOs for a long period of time. Yeah, you grind your way to get things. You pay for the game. You're not paying like we do here. But still, it's going to be comparable to MMO. You're to grind for a long period of time for something you really want. I know it could be detrimental to be like, oh my god. What you really want isn't what moves you forward in the game. Like a legendary weapon isn't going to be what. You know, there's always something, you know, when you move to the next level, you don't need that anymore. And it just gives items in the game to raid. Then we call that raiding. <laughs> Okay, so I, you know, refinery has to be. <clears throat> I, I timer on, on rating. Well, I mean, I guess what you know, one thing that he didn't say, which is something that we have heard before, is that um, you know there is a, a progression of play. I guess he did kind of mention it today, which is, hey, you're not supposed to rush. You're not supposed to do this, and maybe the refinery is that is that way that they try to control that. We do know that you know last year. We had people getting to the level 39 content and then stalling out. This year, we've already got people hitting the late 40s, and you know we've got a couple of 50s out there. Um, and we are now uh, – listen, it lasted a little longer. When did it come out, Gregor? Uh, October, I believe, right? So we're nine months in. And uh, if their pattern holds true, and, and let me be clear, less than two years can hardly be referred to as a pattern. But after about a year, they launched G4. Okay, we can presume or assume all the live long day that a year uh, from that point, we'll start to see maybe some deployment of G5. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I know that the progression from 39 to 50 has been slower than it was from zero to 39. So, um, you know, I I don't know. Shinjo is saying that there was that there was a level 50 by December. Is that true? Pretty close. Neo. Neo was uh, was a 50 by December. I mean, wow. I don't know. I don't know, guys. You know. Hey, I. you know, here's the thing. I, I, I clearly, some people were not super happy with that, with that interview. I, you know, and again, I've said this before. You're not going to make everybody happy. But again, it, it's not about sometimes the information that we feel like we can peel out of him it's what he is going to be able to tell us listen if we if we know anything about scopely guys let me ask you a question do you think for a minute that that panic or gala get access to that much more i mean like seriously maybe a little bit but do you think that they get access to that much more than we do i mean really you think trained attack says yes they do i you know listen I happen to know for a fact, all right? And I'm just going to throw this out there, and I don't think this is protected. I'm going to say it. I know for a fact that I got the patch notes, okay, for this arc um, at the exact same time that Panic and Gala got them, okay? Maybe, Maybe within a few hours, okay? Honestly, they didn't have the patch notes before that point. Okay. Asriel says, I was a a director of community for 10 years for a U.S. tech company. Not easy. Listen, I would imagine that the level of communication that they experience with us is only slightly improved as they do with their own team. Okay. Morris says, I've never seen an MMO uh, that the CS reps weren't devs. Okay. But in this one, they're not. Okay. Um, So, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Snake Eyes says, you know, if we want some of these harder questions answered, then we need to get a dev. And I don't disagree with that, but we don't get devs, okay? Uh, The closest thing that we get right now 
is we get panic talking to the devs and therefore those questions are uh, most assuredly pre-planned and the answers are thought about okay uh, i've told you before that i've offered to to do the exact same thing with the dev let me send my questions ahead of time let's ask the devs these questions and then we'll even send them the final product let's listen to the uh, to the podcast before we launch it we'll send it to them for final approval i haven't gotten that okay haven't gotten that so you know uh communication is what it is all right it is at a at a higher rate now than it ever used to be we again i point out go back a year we didn't get community managers on any type of public forum okay so uh spork says why don't we push panic to bring a dev on with him never happen it'll never happen tabby moses exactly right the devs will not will not speak to to a content creator it's just not going to happen all right so um you know i appreciate it um yeah, and panic is still here fyi and still watching <laughs> okay so uh he's watching some of your all's comments and and you know here's the thing you know I, I don't know if he's actually listening or not but but the amount of information that he gets uh that he relays to us you know listen he obviously has a little bit of information that we can't know about but i would imagine that it is just that a little bit okay uh, Panic needs to cut uh, his middleman between him and the devs. If only it worked that way, Moros, but he's got a boss too. Uh, guys, I invite you into voice if there's any other uh, communication or any other uh, feedback that you'd like to give, or we can just get right on into Battleship. But uh, your mics are up if you'd like to come in and talk. Anybody? <laughs> you guys are awful quiet. Everyone is uh, is battleship, no, battleship, no, battleship. No, no. <laughs> uh, let's not ruin your show. I'm not going to give my comments. So. Oh, Vita, you know. Okay, well, we'll play. I tell you what. Uh, and, and you know I what? Is, is Panic still in voice? Is Panic in voice? Because he's answering my my question. He's not in voice. He left. But I, I guess he's reacting to you guys. He said we've had uh, devs come. I've made podcasts. We've done a ton of Q and A's. We've had different items, uh, which is true. Okay. Uh, I'd just like to take it one step further and and get. Uh, oh, hang on. Okay, Ripper, I'll fix you. You might hang on, Ripper. Hang on. I want to get you in. Hang on just a second. Um, hang on one moment, Ripper. Let me fix your permission here real quick. Ripper, uh, you may need to hop out and hop back in, okay? But I, I just fixed you. Um, so you may need to pop out and pop back in very immediately. But uh, Ripper, I'd like Do to welcome. I know? Yes, welcome, Ripper. I'd love to welcome you to the show. Ripper, how you doing, buddy? It's been a while. I know. I still exist. Yes, you do still exist. As a matter of fact, you and I were speaking not long ago. You took a little bit of a vacation, didn't you? Just took a little bit of a break uh, from the discords, recharged your fuel cells, and came back to lithium chambers uh, new and shiny and ready to go, right? <laughs> can, I, can I just say something real quick? <clears throat> yes, please. So the idea that the developers don't want you progressing and they want you to enjoy the game is absolutely untrue. That is, they make the money through progression. That is absolutely the goal. No, 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 no. Sorry. Hang on. Um, All right, Vita. Now, listen, I I love you to death, but everybody gets a chance, okay? I don't want anybody cutting anybody off or I'll I'll mute you, okay? That's everybody. So, Gregor, finish your point. It's really disingenuous to say that that, that they just want you to enjoy the game without worrying about progression. That is totally disingenuous. Uh, I, I see that point. I see that point. I, I also understand why they don't want everybody progressing as fast as, as the number one person because then they're out of content. So, I mean, I get that. Vita, what was your point? Oh, did Vita leave? 
Vito, you, there was no reason to be mad at me, man. <laughs> I just said don't interrupt somebody. That's all I said. Goodness, don't interrupt. Everybody gets a turn. All right, I guess he's gone. Um, so, you know, Gregor, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree. I don't, I don't think that he came in here being disingenuous, okay? But I think that the talking point needs a little bit of work. I think that, that Scopely, you know, probably does actually do – you, do you doubt that Scopely has actually used those words, hey, we need to slow people down? And, and how they're going to, you know, how they're going to cheese that up, how they're going to sweeten that up for people is to say, we want you to enjoy the content, okay? The meaning behind that is we need to slow people down, right? I mean, yeah, no? I, I, I kind of disagree with that. I mean, looking at events, progression has actually increased at least for like 30 plus to 40. I mean, 40-plus is a whole different story, but that's supposed to be slow for now, I think. I think that's their intention. I think they just don't want all the people at the max level right now. I mean, I agree. I agree completely, Ripper. I don't, I don't think that they want... But, I mean, there, there has to be a polite, uh, community-oriented reason that they say slow down, and I think that's, I think that's the line they go with, which is, hey, enjoy what, enjoy what you've got. You know, um, I agree. They don't want people rushing towards 50 uh, or, or, you know, don't want the lower levels rushing towards 40, for example. I mean, they do want progression. But if every – listen, if everybody in the game woke up tomorrow and was ops 40, you know, what do you do with new players in the game? Uh, you, you see what I'm saying? There has to be something that, that still slows people down to the point where they can still pay to progress and, and pay to enjoy the content. Because, listen, if everybody's a 50, then, uh, I mean, if everybody's a 50, then what else is there to do? You know, so no, I, I don't I don't disagree with that, DJ. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's very disingenuous to say things like they want you to just enjoy the game and not worry about progression. They they want you to worry about progressing the minute they need to make more money to hit their financial goals for the month. And then they want you to stop worrying about progression once they've hit their financial goals for the month so that they're not pressured to create new content and new storylines. And and you know what I, I <laughs> Gregory I love you too but I almost disagree with that point because I don't think any for profit company is ever going to say okay we've made enough money this month I think there needs to be a balance you know I think there needs to be a balance between progression and revenue and and honestly I think Scopely thinks that they've got it figured out I think that we think that they're falling a little short. But who knows, you know, what's actually right. What would happen if all of a sudden, what would happen if all of a sudden the $100 packs became $20 packs? What happens to the life of this game? I mean, you know, then that's a dramatic example. But if all of a sudden a $100 pack became $20 pack, what happens to this game? Okay, so uh, I'd like to share with you some thoughts. There are countries which are, for example, reducing the amount of VAT, uh, you know, which you pay for every product, everything you buy, etc., etc., or reduces the amount of tax you have to pay to earn money. And I mean, those countries seems to be proven to be successful. So the less as a country you make your you know citizens pay for being a citizens the more you get because the economy improves there i, I believe that slow smaller packs might actually bring the bigger income and the huge income because huh. they would well, open it for the people who can spend twenty dollars a month that's true and there there is more of them than people who can spend one hundred dollars per month 
I don't think maybe they should just do a test for that because you can do a test for that for like I don't think you need a test. If it doesn't work for them, you can throw it away. I don't think you need a test. You've already run it. It's called the battle pass. Okay, so and 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 oh yeah, and, oh, it's gonna stink. And back to the point, have that so you can see it. Yeah, I mean, and, and and let me come back to my point that I made during the interview. And and again, panic, panic is not a VP. He's not an accountant. He's not an executive. He can't come in here and talk about their strategy behind pricing of packs. Okay, so for us to expect him to give an answer on that is naive on our part. I even said, listen, I I would like this not to necessarily be as much a question, but as much, but more of a hey why don't you take this back because this could work but now listen i would also uh in you know i would also probably think that it's not something they haven't thought of before <laughs> to be perfectly frank they're not stupid okay they've probably had their executives look at it and they probably had their their forecasters look at it and they do this for a reason now it may not make sense to you or i but they're not stupid either. And and for us to expect Panic to come in here and lay out the company's plan for pricing of packs is unfair of us to demand of him. To be honest. All right. I mean, let me let me just be let me be clear. That is that's ridiculous of us to expect those types of executive decisions for him to come in here and talk to us about those. Okay? Really truthfully, what we should be talking to him about him is gameplay. Okay. Uh, what what do we do? That, how how do we use Stella? <laughs> That's today was today were deeper questions than we normally ask. We almost always ask game questions. Today we went into philosophy a little bit. We went into business model a little bit. And you know what? That's on me. If you guys aren't satisfied with the answers, then I didn't really ask the right questions. I know you guys have said I asked the questions you wanted asked, but. I should have been able to come back and tell you guys, guys, we're not going to get satisfactory answers to a lot of these questions. You know, I know that. And you all probably know that too. Panic is not the right person to ask about financial forecasting. Okay. But I think it's a good, it's a good occasion because he can bring some of those topics back. And like uh, you mentioned, Nick, and like starting the conversation is just the first step. I know he cannot do much as a community manager, but he can be just a yet another voice that might be here at some point of time. And that's mm. amazing. And I think you did a great job doing that. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we cannot expect anything from <clears throat> Panic because like, uh, it's just like uh, it's, he's limited in the place where he is. And we cannot expect him to do more than, than he can. Yeah. Although, and still, he's, he's also doing a lot for us. He does. He does. I remind people of that. Hi, I bombed you. Says million dollar question is: Are they planning to go past level fifty? I mean, I I don't know. Yes or no. Hi, I bombed you. But logic says yes. Logic says absolutely. Okay. Uh, Truck and chick says the non-strategic questions that we asked were ignored and are more often than not. Um, I don't know if ignored is the right answer, but again, some some stuff we get and some stuff we don't. I do believe that Panic has come in here before and given us information. Um, was there much breaking news here today? There was one or two nuggets that he talked about in the beginning. I, I don't remember what they are now, um, but uh, you know we'll we'll listen to it on playback and get you know one or two of those good pieces. But but again. <clears throat> Uh, oh, yeah, the the uh, compensation, we know that that's coming, and we also know, and, and this one, listen, this is no small thing, but officer badges being here to stay, <laughs> that's big, guys. That's super big. 
Okay, so I appreciate that information. And you know what? Uh, I, I've often joked with Panic that in, a, in an entire 90-minute interview, we get three or four juicy pieces of steak, and then the rest of it is like mac and cheese and, and over-microwaved corn. Uh, I've joked with him about that. But if we get a couple of good juicy pieces of steak, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh... Now, now, Moros says one of each badge a month is garbage. Moros, really? Think about what you're saying. We've literally never had the opportunity to get badges for free except for a one-time faction store purchase. Getting, getting any flow, even if it's every... Listen, my original feedback, Moros, was to reset the faction stores on guess what? A 30-day cooldown. <laughs> okay? I, that was my original feedback, was to unlock the faction loyalty boxes on a 30-day cooldown. So the fact that they are here uh, on a monthly basis from here on out, <laughs> I mean, that's huge. Well, Moros, you say that's a great idea. Thank you. But it's no different than what they did. They put it for free in the battle pass, so at least you have to earn it. Okay? But if they had put it in the faction store pack, it still would have been one set. Okay, so, uh, you know, badges once a month. Well, Moros, yeah, I know triple lock. And that's probably why they didn't take my idea. Okay, to be fair, that's probably why they didn't use my idea, because it would have been too much. Okay, at least if they are, are offering a complete set of badges on a monthly basis, that's big. I mean, that's so much more than we've ever had, Moros. <laughs> you know, that's so much more than we've ever had. Take the win, buddy. Take the win. One set of badges, that's three badges in a 30-day period, uh, is three badges more than you've ever been offered for free on a regular basis. Got to take the win. Got to take the win, okay? Uh, and there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we, we have gone on significant uh, period of time. Let's get into our game. We got one question for you. Yes. Not that I don't like to do content, but uh, why can't they – fix the problems with the game before they spend all the time creating new content. Well, you know, he's mentioned that to us in the past. I mean, here's here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to turn off the music for a second. Here's the thing. I believe that we are a fickle people. Okay? We would not we would not tolerate Scopely taking 90 days off with absolutely nothing to do. Uh, I, you know, and Gregor was on a phone call. Let me uh, is, he, is he back? Oh, he had to leave the room. Um, Oh, no, 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 there he is. Uh, Gregor, we've had this conversation before. Are you still on a call or are you available to chat? He's muted. Uh, we've had this conversation before. We are a fickle people, okay? If we were approached and we said, hey, guys, we're going to take 90 days off from content. We're going to fix everything, all right? We're going to say yay, and about three weeks in, we're going to start bitching, okay? That, that is incorrect, Okay, to say that we would be happy is incorrect. Okay, um, three weeks in, we would start complaining. Four weeks in, we'd be starting to complain about being bored and there's nothing to do. Five weeks in, people start quitting. Okay, people would go nuts, says the Aardvark. Absolutely. Okay, now they have pods, they have teams, uh, they've got people working uh, in different areas as we go. Okay, uh, and so for example, gosh. 
Hey, you know what? We didn't even talk about this, and Gregor's still in mute. By the way, guys, let me let me do this real quick. Holy cow, did we not talk about this? It was in the patch notes. How did we miss this over the last uh, 72 hours? It was in the patch notes, ladies and gentlemen. The critical resistance bug that was discovered on this show has oh, the been, one, has right? been Is that the fixed. other one, too? Both of them. Both of them, ladies and gents. The 47, well, okay, let me rephrase. The 47 hasn't been confirmed. Scopely said that they fixed it at the same time as our critical resistance, so I'm not 100% sure. Gregor is unable to test it because there's no other 47s on his server. All right, so we would probably need somewhere, someone with a couple of 47s to test that. But the critical resistance, by the way, that starts at Ops 36 that we found here on this show was fixed with this patch. Okay. It was fixed, ladies and gents. Now, that was what? Five weeks? Six weeks? Okay. That was a serious bug, by the way. And I'm thrilled to death that it's been fixed. Okay. Let's look at patch notes over the last two months. I know it may not seem super evident to you guys, but if you go back and check... The bug-fixing velocity has improved. Okay? I mean, it has. And, and the time in which they address a bug, specifically, has improved. Now, does that mean that we're going to let them off the hook with the officer thing? No. Okay? I'm not going to let them off the hook with the officer thing because the officers are still... They still need fixed. Okay? But, hey! Critical resistance is fixed! All right, and that didn't take, but that took one cycle. It took one sprint. What else was fixed, guys? Admiral Marcus is fixed. Admiral Marcus was fixed. He's now, what is he supposed to be? He's supposed to be shield pen instead of armor pen. I don't remember. I always get those backwards. But he's fixed. The The argument is they can always do both. I know that they can do both, but they are they are to a certain degree. Now, it may not be as fast as what we're demanding of them, but but they're improving. I mean, Gregor, can you tell me that you're not absolutely breathing a sigh of relief that critical resistance has been fixed? I'm, I'm not complaining. I, I think they're doing a good job with the with the pace of the content rollouts and bug fixes so far in recent days since Borgs. Yes, I agree. That's a very good point. Over the last three, four months, the balance of bugs to content has been decent. Okay. Uh, Marcus is fixed. Snipes is showing evidence. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, So, you know, here's the thing. Uh, Oh, here was another one. Uh, Moreau, by the way, the reverse mitigation of Moreau. Now, I haven't been able to test this because, you know, I don't have a pylum. But apparently, supposedly, Moreau's reverse mitigation bug is fixed. No, I think they fixed a different bug, which was more of a G4 thing because Pike Mirochen didn't actually engage attack in a lot of cases for G4 ships because of reasons, and I think that was fixed and not the... Oh, so, so it wasn't... I knew They said that the Moreau was, was being addressed, but the only issue that I knew of with Moreau was the upper-level reverse mitigation thing. So there was something else with Moreau? The full I'm, I'm sure in the list, it said if you had Pike, Moreau, and one other officer that I didn't. You could you couldn't that? triple you couldn't triple shakedown cruisers officers. Uh, okay, okay. Well, that's Something fixed. Something was with attack not working. I don't know. It's fixed. 
It's fixed. Okay, so again, and, and by the way, listen, you may not like it, folks, okay, but they panic announces today that there is a fix inbound for the broken officers, but they're not going to fix it in the way that we would expect. They're not fixing a specific officer. They're not fixing an officer at a time or three officers at a time and deploying a proper officer. Okay, they're not uh, going to fix the the officer, and then the officer just start to work. They're working on a whole new back uh, backdoor platform for these officers. Okay, now Durr says, "I'll believe it when I see it." I, I I'm not saying you know take it for gospel. Okay, that was actually announced months ago, months and months ago. I, I know that it came up uh, a long time ago, but he says that they're working on it. And guys, that doesn't sound like an easy thing. It, it sounds like a whole new redesign of how the officer platform works. It's not a small project. Okay, I'm not happy to hear that it could be a year away. But it, he didn't. I mean, he also said that he wasn't giving us a time frame. Could be six weeks away. Could be six months. Could be six years. We don't know. Okay, but to their it's credit, tomorrow. But to their credit. Officers are being addressed. Okay, officers are being look, addressed. Look at the look at the amount of uh, software developer jobs open on the Scopely website. What are you? Maybe implying? not for this game. Are you? Are I'm you? Saying, are, are you implying maybe. that they're short staffed or that they're hiring for a big project? Maybe both. Right. Okay. I mean, Scopely has many projects, so yeah, could be a new project, could be a different project. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Are we ready to actually uh, play the game? Does anybody else have any other comments? We've gone on for a while. I really would like to wrap up because I still want to do this tutorial. But, I mean, I don't know that that's going to get done because I got T-ball to do. So, I don't know if that's going to get done. All right. Uh, let's, do, uh, let's do the Battleship game. Yes. All right. Uh, Asriel says, from a technical standpoint, fixing the underlying architecture is actually like curing the disease while hacking in a patch to fix an individual crew would be a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Okay. I probably didn't read that exactly right, but that, that does make sense. Okay. So, you guys just keep an open mind. I think they're, I think they're doing well. Okay. They're, they're not doing as well as now. <laughs> they're not immediate gratification, but they're working on it, guys. Let's see what happened this week in Battleship. We took... Let me find it. Here we go. All right, I picked uh, three players for off-air because we played on-air three times last time. We picked three players off-air. Uh, one of them was Khan. Khan Garnik. Khan Garnik. Khan did not answer his message. Khan didn't answer his message, so he didn't get a chance to play. The other two... Uh, one of them was Matt Dog. What's up, Matt Dog? Matt Dog. Matt Dog was one. And Matt Dog guessed coordinate H4, Hotel 4, which was an extremely intelligent guess. All right. He was listening. He was paying attention. He just did not have the best of luck. Hotel 4 was a miss. Hotel 4 was a miss. Update your game cards. Then our friend So, friend of the show, Sokotoa. <laughs> so had an opportunity to guess. And so guess coordinate G3, Gamma 3. Gamma 3, ladies and gents. Oh, what do you think it was? Could it be? Could it have been an actual hit? 
Or did she suffer the same fate as Matt Dog? Yes. G3 was a hit, so Katoa, congratulations to you. G3 was a hit. Update your game cards. All right. Now, that means that uh, a ship has now taken damage. Let's see who we can find to inflict our next torpedo hit's worth of damage. Mateo23. Mateo, congratulations to you. Mateo says, oh, snap. Mateo, congratulations to you. Mateo, you're the next coordinate. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. Mateo. Yeah, I just gave him to you, Shoal. <laughs> I just gave him to you. The off-air guesses, real quick. Hotel 4, miss, G3, hit. Okay, I literally just read them out 30 seconds ago. Mateo is guessing Foxtrot 3. Mateo says Foxtrot 3, computer, please. Foxtrot 3. Foxtrot 3. Targets acquired. And that's a hit, ladies and gentlemen. Mateo, congratulations to you. That's a hit, Mateo. Congratulations. That's a hit. Did it sink the ship? Did it sink the ship? Let's find out. Computer, please tell me. Did we just sink a ship? We hit it. We did not sink it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, now what do you do? If you're the next player, what do you do? Computer? Please find us our next contestant. A Fox, server 134, European server 134. A Fox, congratulations, you're the next player. A Fox, you've got an opportunity right here to potentially, possibly, maybe sink a ship. Listen, it doesn't necessarily have to be on one ship either. <laughs> I've told you I'm devious. I'm devious. All right, A Fox, please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer. A Fox. A Fox, please relay your coordinate quickly, quickly. Oh, I think he said Echo 3. Oh, is he, is he in voice? He actually typed it. Did no, he? he, he well, typed oh, there it is. But... Sorry, I missed it. Echo 3. Here we go. Computer, Echo 3. Echo 3. Target acquired. boy. What's it going to be, computer? Don't leave me in suspension, please! And ladies and gentlemen! It is a hit. E3 is a hit, ladies and gents. Oh my. Oh my. Computer, though. Did it sink a ship? I mean, it could be tip to tip, guys. <laughs> you never know. It could be. Computer, did it actually sink a ship? J 
Jaybird, it could be two different ships, silly. Could be two different ships. I'm just waiting on the computer. Updating. <laughs> it's updating. It's it's going to be back in an hour and a half after updating to Windows 10. Computer, did it sink? The Klingon Burrell. Holy crap! Nice. Hey, Fox, congratulations to you. You have sunk the Klingon Burrell. You have taken the next highest possible prize off the board. Congratulations to you, A. Fox. Absolutely wonderful. Great job. But we're not done. We are not done, ladies and gents. I had one more slated for today. Computer, pick one last commander, please. One last commander who has an opportunity to find our third ship. Congratulations to CJ Huey Pilot. CJ Huey Pilot, congratulations. Huey, you're our last player of the day. Please relay a coordinate into the wartime computer and try to find the third ship hiding on our board. CJ Huey Pilot. Do we have CJ Huey Pilot? Oh, he's not answering. Oh, there he is in voice. What's up, my friend? Welcome to the show. CJ, you missed the opportunity to get in on the Burrell, but there are still three other ships on the game board, and you've got an opportunity right now to try to find one. Please relay your coordinate into the wartime computer, CJ. Delta 8. Delta 8, says CJ. Delta 8. Here we go. Computer, D8. Delta 8. Target acquired. Ah, Delta Aid is not a hit, CJ, but thank you for playing. You have eliminated a spot off the board. Delta Eight is a miss, ladies and gentlemen. Update your game cards and thank you, CJ for playing today. Ladies and gentlemen, Talking Trek's Battleship is underway and you've got a chance still to win some big time prizes including Jelly Blueprints, Officer Badges, and thousands upon thousands of uncommon materials. They are still available in the game board. Please visit the Contest and Rules Room on our official Discord for the complete and official rules and the Contest and Rules section also for a copy of our digital game board. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Talking Trek's Battleship. Snake Eyes, two hours and 30 minutes. I mean, dear Lord in heaven, two hours and 30 minutes. This is redonkulous. Okay? It's crazy. And he he said, in all fairness, I was late. Couldn't keep you on a clock. Uh, don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Two hours and 30 minutes. We're going to have to figure it out. Uh, maybe you think we should cut this one up? I don't even know. Maybe I'll cut it up. Tutorial on Sunday. Sinclair, a lot of people are going to have it figured out, but I guess, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll just go with it. We'll go with it on Sunday because I'm, I'm worn out. I don't, have, I don't have it in me to do it today. <laughs> uh, does anybody else have anything that they'd like to comment or have any questions on very quickly before we wrap up today's show? Yeah, we need to go jump in a pool. That's what we need to do. Jump in a swimming pool. Hey, Oliver's hanging out with me. You want to go swimming? 
You're trying to drive a tractor, he says. He's trying to drive a tractor. <laughs> he says, yeah, that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to drive a tractor. Look at that. Vita has published a bot for us, guys. Talking Trek's Battleship has an app on Google Play. How cool is that? Uh, <laughs> very, very awesome. Durr, you're number one in my heart, boo. Okay, you're number one in my heart. Don't you worry about a thing. Uh, ladies and gents, that's going to have to do it. Yeah, that is awesome. You want to say hi to everybody real quick? Say, what's up, everybody? Hi. Hi, that is Mr. Oliver hanging out in the studio as we wrap up today's episode of Talking Trek. Special thanks to our guest today, uh, Community Manager Panic, for being here for his July State of the Game. Thank you so very much. Also, our moderator, Steven Zarin, Britallion, the Wicked Witch. Uh, thank you guys so very much. And your executive producer, Snake Eyes, who has returned. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very, very much for being here. Appreciate uh, all of you guys being here and listening to the show. And uh, we'll get it trimmed up and figure out what we're going to do a little bit later, okay? I uh, want to say a special thank you also to the supporters of Talking Trek. Uh, that is our gold sponsors. That's Gregor, Gallus Pet, Bankman, and I Beglin, Big Country, Trash Panda, and Doom. Ladies and gentlemen, these are your gold sponsors. Hank, Lord Neelix, Chuck Sagrunt, and Pops, Dark Lord, The Big Rob, Steven Zarin, and JB, gold sponsors of this show. Thank you so very much. Ahab, Energy, Fukum, thank you for being gold sponsors. Hi, I bombed you, Thorn, and Virtual Army, Britallion, Jayberg, Star Fox, and Morgul. These guys are gold sponsors of the show. Uh, let's see, did I say Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Anhani, Just Skippy, Asius, and Azrael, Dunk, Bojack, 813, and Crush. Thank you guys for your support of this show. Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Beck, Tabby Moza, and Regis, Arthur Pendragon, McRock, Lady Cass, Frank Gallo, and Weg 2020. These guys are gold sponsors of the show, as is Engineering Prefilly, Hudson, Doc 31, 5, VEN, Morpheus, Fartasia, and Nick Burns. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you to our latest gold sponsors, Blue Phoenix, Cam8472, and Coulter. Thank you so very, very much for your support of this show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I've been your host of Talking Trek Live. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, and today is Wednesday, meaning that I will see you Sunday for an early show. That's right. Yes, just making sure. <laughs> Had to check my calendar. Sunday, I'll see you then. In the meantime, you guys visit the website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can find links to our Discord, our merchandise store, our Amazon store, and our patron program, all available on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.